I just wanted to hop in here at the beginning of the show to mention something that happens somewhat early on. So, in near the beginning, especially when we get to the etheric domains for demons here, Steve had some issues with his audio. He was kind of roboting them out and cutting in and out a little bit. So, it's a little bit choppy through that particular spot, and I, because I was pausing when he was talking for some bits and all to try to get worked out. It only goes on for a few minutes, and then it's absolutely fine for the rest of the discussion. So, when we start getting to the units, we had no problems otherwise going forward. So, you will catch that a little bit, but it'll only be a few minutes, and then it'll be fine from then on out. All right. Now to the proper entry of the show. <laughs> Sit back and relax while I listen to Train Kickers podcast. I'm Dave, and along with my co-host Stan and Steve, we're going to take you all around the world in miniature wargaming. On tonight's episode, which is actually, um, this will officially be our 100th episode, we might do something else at some point, but we never came up with anything great. And um, GW decided instead that what they should do for us is that to give us a document Relating to the Demons of the Rune Storm, what Dan has been waiting on for, uh, they promised it. Uh, how long ago? A year summer. ago? No, they promised it summer. Okay. That, that last was, summer, not this summer. No, this summer they promised it this, this summer? summer. You sure about that? Yes. We've been playing Heresy more than they, just this summer. They said the demons are coming last year around this time. Oh, okay. Around and summer. Sat there. And then they sat there, and everyone. Then people started going. Well, they didn't say this summer. And everyone was like, oh, no, please. <laughs> but what they decided to do was there was an event that they had this weekend. And Dan took some demons and made some 1.0 rules and kind of manhandled it all together. And now they drop us the 2.0 because um, they don't like him. And they wanted to make him wait that little bit extra. So for this... They were uh, worried. It's simple. They were worried that Dan's rules would take off and take over the world. And they wouldn't have anyone playing by their rules by the time they released them. <laughs> I got to admit, it is very trolly what they did. Yes. Because me and Grady were literally they laughing. They we did this to you personally. Like, we were laughing, like, what would happen if, you know, we finish this event and then, like, on Tuesday, which is the normal, they just drop it. And I'd be like, no, come on, man. That, that's too on the nose of what might actually Good happen. Good prophecy there, no, Sir Thomas. It's just like. <laughs> But so I mean does have a nasty night lords list with uh Mr. Savitar. Yeah. So um with with that all being said, so on this uh what I guess is technically officially hundredth episode, although we've put out like 150 things actually overall, including some things that I just put out today and a few other things I'm putting out depending on time of recording might be tomorrow from when you see it, it might actually be out the day before. But uh, our goal then is we're gonna go through the demons of the rune storm for Warhammer thirty K Horse Heresy. And now on to the show. All right, gentlemen. Uh, in a one minute, how was your event? Because I didn't go. I was working. It was fun as shit. Don't put your as, hand in front of your mic. Oh, yeah. My mic is so weird. Predict, <laughs> as predict. Uh, what was lost? Oh, yeah. Well, okay. uh, for anyone who doesn't follow that, it that much, Loyalists don't win. Once, like one not, time. I've seen it. Not at, not at our events. No, no, one they, time they did. They like, literally fought. one time. Yeah. <laughs> Just once. I think it was the most recent one before this last one. Yes. The one before the summer, I think. Yeah. That's the only one I've ever seen yeah. them win. So It was yeah. a close battle, though, this one around. This one was actually fairly, fairly, fairly close. Within, True. So he totals all the points up. And I don't remember the final totals, but it was definitely within, like, Five or six points. So are you so saying the loyalists did better points. now that you're playing demons are on the other side and you're dragging them down? That's <laughs> that, that's what I heard. Yeah. So 
Uh, thank you, Dan, and your demons for advancing the loyalist cause. Yeah, exactly. I can only I can only do so much. <laughs> Whether it's good We're or bad, right. we don't you know. know. Yeah. As always, the demons Brady runs shit. a great event. Brady runs oh, a great yeah. event. Um, some gorgeous Zomertals tables, and then some tables that I put together last minute because oh shit, I need a table. Yep. Um, gorgeous armies, as always. We uh, have Ugh, such every an incredibly talented community. Hmm. Um, and now- yeah. Let's- now, for this time. particular event, I uh, didn't end up recording anything out of it because I wasn't there. Um, I actually went and played some Chatterpoint instead. And just um, my wife was supposed to have an event and then rained out. So I wasn't sure if I'd be able to go. So I didn't sign up for it. And there are events you have to sign up for ahead of time. So I just did some other things. But we should have some other stuff hopefully coming up somewhat soon that we'll actually be a recording out of, and especially related to 30K. And now that we have some oh, Rune Storm, we can do that as well. All right, so without much further ado, because I think this is going to take a while, because they don't have tons yeah. and tons of entries, but like the etheric domains, there's quite a few, so I, I think we're going to take a bit for this. So we are going to start getting into these demons. We, Since it's been a bit, especially if you only really listen to us for 30k, it might have been a bit since we've done some of these. For the way we do this, we're going to go through this document piece by piece, discussing every little bit. Since this is freely released by GW, if you're watching on YouTube, I'll have it displayed up for you to see. If you're just listening, you can follow along with we can't do it with the main books because GW doesn't send them to us and I don't want them getting angry. But we will be displaying this up and we are going to start with Dan giving us a brief uh, background on what these uh, KSC boys are. So, okay. So what's really cool about this army is that demons during the heresy did not have names. There, I mean, there obviously was Korn and Zinch and Slanesh and all that. Um, Nurgle. Slanesh. And you could see... Oh, yes. Isn't that... Slanesh? SL... No, isn't it double E at the end? I've never heard it said that way. Is this like a bad in Abaddon kind of weird British no, bullshit? No, it's S-L-A-N-E-E-S-H. I've never Slanesh. heard it pronounced that way. I've never heard you pronounce it that way. Well, I'd never say the word. All right. It, are you, wait, I'm, now I'm confused. I've only ever heard Slanesh. I'm confused. It's double E. I, so? I'm not, that, isn't that English? Look at Look at British English. I look at okay. color. Color has like an that's, E attached to the end and use and stuff. A, not double E. No, it's Zinch has uh, double E. The double E? Am I? Okay. So, so what's really cool is you read the books. You could tell like there's a plague bear, but they don't describe it as such because the Marines have no idea what they're facing. So what GW did originally in 1.0 was they created the demon army demons of the rune storm and it was very amorphous they gave you basically base sizes and they were like here are the unit entries here are some base sizes go crazy um because that's essentially what it was the demons are essentially they're like there are the blood letters and plague bears but they're much more amorphous Mm. um Due to, due to what's happening in the heresy, which is super, super cool, you know? Like, I see the, you, you, I think I posted on the heresy chat, um, someone's demon army, where it was, he did like a mushroom monster. And it's like, you could use trolls, you could use vampires, you could, and you just, it just, because it's such a weird looking, anyway. But that, that was the demons. The demons are essentially popping up because of all the crap that's going on with um, Horus, um, but they're kind of amorphous, I guess is the right word to use. I think that works. And in, in their document, in the, the notes about it, designer's notes and all, they essentially say that, like, hey, now, they're not going to tell you realistically to use armies or, or use models that aren't GW. Um, but they're like, hey, use what you want. 
Um, we have a variety of demon style miniatures. We got tons of stuff from 40k. You can use those things. Hey, like use use some pink horrors and all. Hey, make it. It's all cool. They also mentioned that hey, rules wise here, um, this army isn't meant for competitive play. Not that we do that really in heresy, but you should be talking say, yeah. to your opponent when you do it. Um, or if you're going to be playing it, because essentially they're kind of saying, we can't guarantee these guys are going to be balanced in any way whatsoever. Um, to Which me, that's the wild. way I always read that from GW. Which is wild, because they've been in playtest for the longest of all everything so far. Yeah. Let's go with that. Sorry. They at least show that magenta uh, color that in the future you may get magentas when they change some yeah. things up. So maybe. Who knows? Well, I'm hoping. I'm hoping the biggest thing is that they had base sizes. That was that kind of helps a little yeah. bit. Um, so one thing we'll do. I'll go, we'll display this more later. But uh, Dan and I will post this up. I, I've asked them to make one small change just to darken the letters because for anyone who um, is maybe a little bit older, the colors aren't quite as contrasting as I would <laughs> like because I have a hard time seeing it immediately in the sort of text block. But um, he did put together a really neat looking document. If you're watching on the YouTube, I'll throw it up here. And for this document, this is for Demons of the Runestorm, it gives you what the unit is, the general base size for that unit, and a suggestion on the types of models that do fit those sizes. So this was based off of the old rules, I take it? You yes, took the old is, base sizes? So I, essentially, right, there were some units that were dropped, and there were mm -hmm. some units that were added. Like, for example, the uh, um, the one in between Harbinger and uh, Sovereign. Um, yeah. Hierarch. The Hierarch? Mm -hmm. that didn't exist before but it's essentially a demon prince okay. so boom take that as you will like the old school war yeah well no no 60 because remember some demon princes are 100 mils so what i did was i said all right so you have your normal demon princes which are 60 mils uh but you have bellicor that's 100 millimeter or you have um the forge world demon princes that they don't produce anymore but those were on 80 mils so it gives you um variance essentially to what you can do yeah. So we'll make sure this um, gets posted up in any spot that we can. It'll especially be on our Discord or anything like that. We'll put it on our Facebook and all, so that way people can access this. Um, but that's enough of the background, because we'll never get through this otherwise. And we are now going to start taking a look at the Etheric Dominion. So we're just going to go through this document in the order that GW has given us this document. We're not going to fancy it up in any particular way. Um, they actually, maybe really briefly, I'll mention they talk about allies here and all. And uh, um, the no. big thing is, no. <laughs> That's really what it no. says. Um, well, it they, makes sense. I mean, yeah. you can have the bound them in. demons are bound. <laughs> yes. they're, they're bound to the person that summons them. These are, um, you ripped open a warp portal, bud. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> um, they pretty much say, hey, you're, you're not going to ally in. No one's going to really ally you in. Individuals can be because esoteric and stuff like that can bring them in, but you're not allying a force. And then they talk about Gargantuan. When we get to Kabondo, we can mention that again, but it's the same thing. From it hasn't before. changed, by the way. Yeah. Gargantuan's, yeah, exactly. But um, they did change the etheric dominions on us. Yes, they did. So for these, um, show notes-wise, I'm just going to put a third Dominion. I'm not going to list them separate, but we will discuss them. And we're going to try to keep this part of the discussion a little bit shorter. We'll discuss it more once we get They're into the They're not that complicated. Demons. No. Because you can only choose one anyway. Yes. You, you have one detachment, and you get one. Yes. Because you can't ally with yourself. So. <laughs> yeah. Um, they take a long time to say that. But at the end, they basically, they do just say, whatever you take, you may only ever have one. To be fair, the first paragraph the is all The only stuff. exception to yeah. that 
is your Lord of War choice maybe? Oh, true. Yes. yes, your Lord of War can be different, which yes. is hilarious, by the way. Well, it's also necessary because Kabanda is probably given his automatically. Yes. So if you want to take him, it would essentially force you into what you want to do. Exactly. And that doesn't fit good theme. No. But, all right. Um, do you have a favorite one to talk about, Dan? This is this is sort Heedless of your slaughter. thing. Huh? Keyless Slaughter and Putrid Corruption are going to be my two favorites. All right. Honest. Actually, I like bad I like news. They're right next to each other. I know bad news. Yep. No, I'll do heedless slaughter because that's corn. That's literally corn. It's blood. Literally blood flowed. All right, I'm gonna make <laughs> right. this. Since you have Death Guard Army, Dave, I will start us off with Encroaching Room. Right. All right. Any other lead in you want to give her? Let's get into it. No, no. Let's just get, get into, into it. it. There's a bunch of it. Let's All go right. in. Okay. So, if Eric Dominion, what special rule will our whole army get? If you pick Encroaching Ruin, you will have units entirely because of Monster Special Rule, which should be all of them, yeah. and Demon Unit Type, which should definitely be all of them. Whenever they fail a morale check, they will suffer one automatic move with no saves instead of D3, as specified by the Demon Unit Type. In addition, they move through cover. Oh, shit. We should have specified what the Demon Type is. Yeah, why don't quick. you specify that now? So it's that's easy. Demon is super easy. Demon, you get Fear 1. Anyone who's demon gets fear one, and fear is twelve inches. Twelve inch bubble, yes. Okay. Twelve fear one. Um, depending on the turn, you go plus one strength plus. So turn one and turn two, you're plus one strength plus one toughness. Turn three, turn four, you're base. Turn five, turn six, you're minus one strength minus one toughness, and turn seven, you're minus two, if you get to turn seven. Um, and then every time, so they change it. Every time you fail a morale check in in combat. Essentially, what happens is instead of fleeing like you normally would, you just take a perils of the warp, which is D three mortal or D three wounds. Yeah. So yeah. this is what this changes. You're almost your tethered to reality. Yeah. Your tethered to reality is ish. Freaking. Yeah, yeah. You're almost fearless, <laughs> yeah. but you take the damage instead. It's old fearless. If people yes. played sixth or seventh edition forty k, it's the old fearless. You take damage. I think, I think even before then, I feel like that was fifth edition. They uh, fi- oh yeah, sixth. fifth edition you did. Maybe fifth sixth you did. I know fifth you in did. Sixth they stopped the damage. Like, oh, we can't have downsides to special rules. That doesn't make little Timmy happy. We only want good things. Unless you're Tyranids, then fuck you. You know what's interesting that um to think about the the Cthonia book, the new missions tend to go to turn. They're four, four turns. Yeah. 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 I was just thinking Which that. someone already made that point where it's like, oh, your demons don't ever then get modified. <laughs> yeah. Go plus one to negative, or plus one to uh. To back to the standard, eights. yeah, yeah. All right, um, heedless slaughter, Dan. Heedless slaughter, straight cord. This is a long one, but it's actually kind of easy to talk about. Yeah, you can just talk about it. Then you yeah. don't have to read through. It essentially, you know yeah. It says. I'm with uh, yeah. This one's summary. So essentially, um, you have to declare a charge in the assault phase if you are within eight inches of an enemy unit. Um, if there's more than one enemy unit within eight inches, you can actually choose who you want to charge, but you still have to charge. But this doesn't break the shooting rule. So, like, if you you can't like shoot something and then charge something else, that it doesn't break that at all. So you still have to shoot what you charge. Um, and that's even if, by the way, let's say I shoot something twenty four inches away, I can't charge something eight inches away. It has to be the same unit. You can't. It, basically, they did so you can't cheese it. Yeah. However, so that's the main thing. You have to charge with an eight, which is kind of seems like a detriment. But on the side note, you if you get a plus one twenty charge rolls, right, which is could be super big when we talk about some of the demons, you get plus one to the score, determine if they win the combat, which eh, that no, that, that's but, useful. 
Really useful, but the big one also is you get plus one to any rolls you made for sweep in advance. So if you win, because um, your initiatives are pretty much fours across the board with some threes. I mean, the leaders are sixes, obviously. So this does help. This gives you that extra bonus. Hmm. So I like this a lot. This is court, essentially. <laughs> yep. Um, all right. So Puget Corruption, we'll, so we'll go through these a, a little bit quick because we have the bigger units, and we'll probably be discussing it more once we actually get into some of these units. Uh, for Puget Corruption... Um, any models that have it, they gain heavy, so they count as being heavy, and may make a special corrupted resilience roll to avoid being wounded. It's damage mitigation, so it's feel no pain-ish, that kind of idea. Um, these rolls may not be taken against unsaved wounds that cause instant death, psychic focus, or force. That makes sense. Your special rules, your invulnerable save doesn't work in some of those conditions, so you get nothing here. Um, to make it, you roll d6. It's on a 5-up. Um, for... In essence, you have a 5-up feel-no-pain that instant death doesn't work on, which feel-no-pain wouldn't anyway, but psychic stuff to them at slash force is almost like that as well. So you just don't yes. get it on those. So, all right. Um, that puts Steve to rapturous Door. sensation. Slanesh. Oh. oh, yes. Slanesh. Let's start with you, Dan. All right, so <laughs> on a turn, which makes a successful charge... You get one extra initiative than normal. And you get to reroll failed initiative tests for blind and leadership for concussive. They're in first children now. Yep. They're in first children. K- kind of, yeah. With what, there's some other perks. What's the base initiative in general? Not talking about special people. Four, three, four, five. Threes are the bigger dude, like the, the monsters. Fours are your baseline, essentially across the army. Fives and sixes are your leaders. So, um, and and we're going to see when we get into these guys, yeah. they either have decent AP or can get to it on certain rolls. So yep. they're now going at or ahead of general people. They're maybe not always beating out special units, but they're not going later, which is big. Yeah. All right. Oh, yeah, formless distortion. This is another yeah. cool freaking rule. Um, so basically, this only happens in the fight subphase. You roll a D3 for each unit composed entirely of models with a special rule. So fun fact, you can actually, it switches per unit. And it happens, I believe, at the each fight phase, right? It changes every time. Yep. Um, so essentially, you roll a D3, and you get something for that unit. So if you roll a 1, you get concussive 1 in Lance, which is really only good if you charge. Mm-hmm. You get, um, if you roll a 2, you get Lashing Pseudopod, which is Reach 1. I think that's a permanent plus one initiative right in close combat that's not if you charge it's just that's permanent plus one ish initiative right yeah, right yeah reach is yeah, just so plus it. one initiative and then if you roll the three if you roll the five or six that's shred and sunder super great shreds great because shred you can start fishing for those uh those uh sixes that you need to kind of increase the ap or decrease the ap it's sorry. only failed wounds, right you don't have to yeah shoot. shred yeah, only lets you do yeah. fails well, not fail any wounds, but Still fish, you could still kind of fish for the it helps essentially. Yeah, oh, definitely. Um, but even concussive, concussive is great. All you have to do is do you have to wound something in concussive or is it just hit? I think it's you have to hit, or let me see, hold on, there's my Excel sheet. Yeah, you can check. I, I can't yeah. recall because bl- um, pinning is blind you actually is have to hurt them. I don't think yeah. concussive, I don't think you actually have to hurt them. I know blind is hit, but um, yeah, some of the rules concuss- switch back and forth between what's what. Yeah, but concussive is really because concussive can, and it's concussive one, so it lowers yeah. the weapon skill, which is great because most of your weapon skills, not shit, but it's kind of basic. <laughs> I'll read yeah. you a second. 
suffers one or more wounds. Okay, no so matter, you actually do have to hurt. No, but wait. Oh. No, but regardless of whether those wounds are saved. Okay, so so, so you have them, to they, wound them, but not act. You have to make them take saves. Exactly. If they're trying to take saves, then it counts. You have to do more than just the pure hit. Yeah. You actually have to have successfully wounded. Okay. All right. Cool. Um, Infernal Tempest. So um, the next one, it talks about how it gives you Hammer of Wrath 1. And if you already got Hammer of Wrath, just get extra Hammer of Wrath. And if you have a rule that causes Hammer of Wrath when you have this, or a rule like that, then your attacks get deflagrate. In addition, you get a special shooting attack. It's an elemental eruption. It's 8 inches of uh, strength use or AP5, assault 2, deflagrate, and retaliation. Um, you can only use it as part of a reaction, and it automatically hits without needing to roll. So, is, is there much shooting in Sarmie? I don't think so. No. So, if you have this, it's not bad at the end of the day because you're not going to be allowed to shoot anyway. So, your reactions, you might not be quite as concerned with, hey, you get some autos in. That's not nothing bad with that. that. Here's a stupid question. Okay, if I have it. two shooting weapons, yes. can I shoot both? Um, no, you would need to have a rule that allows you to do that. You Got would it. need... Okay. Um, uh, it's like firing protocols, I believe. Yeah, firing That's, protocols. Yes, thank you. Okay, I just okay, I yeah. literally was playing the other week explaining all that and the special names of the mind. Yeah. You can't shoot more <laughs> unless you have a rule that allows you to shoot okay. more. Okay. Yeah. Okay. You could you do get to choose though. Um I believe then that takes us a me? bit to yeah. no, Steve. Oh Steve, Steve, that's right, yes. Yes. Assuming he's All right. Colonel okay, Tempest? Yes. Sorry. Oh uh, no. I, uh, uh wait. Ravenous no, I did dissolution. that one, sorry. Ravenous dissolution. Oh, my bad. I lost connection for like. No, I saw that. I saw your your creepy shrimps disappear. I missed the whole whole thing, apparently. Okay. (laughs) All right. So, ravenous dissolution. So, you're getting plus one hit roll in the first round of combat, which is always nice. If you're attacking things that are demon, corrupted, or psychic. Or independent character. So, there's, there's some wiggle room in there. Um, and if you charge unit, sorry, if you're all ready, locked in combat, and you get charged, it's a new first round. This is the anti-demon demon one that, you know, everyone's always a fan of. Not because it's good, but because it's all right, we pause there for a moment because Steve was robot now. We'll see how this goes from here. You're a robot. Yeah. Um, you um, I'm not a big fan of this one just because there's those yes. those qualifiers. Independent character, okay, that's a good qualifier. I can kind of usually get that somewhere. But you probably don't have tons of them. You you, you in the game yeah. you legally can't. So, so. I, I will say that in the in 1.0, there was an anti-demon one as well. So they probably just kept this as a layover from 1.0. This is a very narrative pick. We got self-hating demons over here. My demons it's, hate, it's, hate these demons. As, wait, it's Malal. It's Malal. It's, okay. it's literally Malal. Um, but that's I just that's why. But it, it wasn't 1.0 as well. No one chose it because again, uh, but it, it, it's still there. It's cool for narrative pick if you want to do demon versus demon. I guess. But on that, yeah, it's it's not the greatest. So far, the rest of them have been good, but the, that one's the meh. The, the rest are somewhere between least, good and fun. 
That one yeah. just doesn't seem good, and it doesn't seem that fun. Yeah, it's it's narrative. Yeah. Um, malevolent artifice. This is actually malevolent. So malevolent. Malevolent. Sorry. Okay. Uh, models with a special wound they reroll all failed armor saves taken against wounds resolved with strength value lower than their unmodified toughness characteristic. This special rule has no effect on cover saves or vulnerable saves. And you'll find it is unmodified, so you don't get cheesy and you get oh plus one toughness now. Um, it is unmodified, but so it's not going to really help your lessers, but like your big boys who are toughness six, seven, eight. That that would be nice. Plus, in reality, I, I, again, I, I've looked through it. I don't remember all the stats yet. Yeah. But my guess is the lesser ones, they probably don't even have good armor saves anyway. Yeah, they're five up. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, like, a rerollable yeah. five would be nice. But a lot of times, you wouldn't be getting that armor save anyway. Exactly. Because base weapons, if they have an AP, are probably going to be taking you away. So, you have more of your invul save. It's not exactly an invul save, but it's essentially an invul save. But... Um, we know which one your favorite is. Uh, Steve, do you have a favorite? All right, so we are back. We're going to hope that uh, the potato of internet that Steve uses, that it has been uh, properly working now. Uh, so, Steve, do you have a favorite? Um, So, I kind of like Formless Distortion. Okay. Because it's kind of random, but they're all useful things. You know, like... Whatever you're fighting, it probably helps you. Whatever it is you roll, right? Like, concussive, it, it's not a great rule. I'll be honest. It kind of sucks. But, like, it's That's, technically a beneficial rule, right? Yeah. Concussive is amazing. Concussive but, sucks. But you, ha- you have to get it, never it to goes work. It's true, goes but... <laughs> That's the big if. You can have neat rules, but if they're a tough rule to get off, or if the way my rule works is that my opponent has to fail at things, I don't like the rule as much. It, it it doesn't. I've never gotten it to go For me, Putrid Corruption is really nice. Otherwise, Encroaching Ruin, uh, something that gives uh, me a consistency uh, is good. They're all really cool. I, I'm sorry. They, they, they just, they all really look cool. It's, Except all for like one. the one. Yeah. 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 Although, so Infernal cool. Tempest, I'll be honest, Infernal Tempest is also kind of meh for me. I'm trying to understand Infernal Tempest, but I'm like, yeah. Okay, so they get a gun well, that they could shoot. Keep in mind that you have quite a few of these that essentially have jump packs. or uh, Not exact. They, they word it differently. Like, but it's essentially a jump pack. So a lot of you already have Hammer of Wrath. Or uh, you're getting okay. it and you're getting Deflagrate from it. So it, it's a, a particular type of force. If you're taking like the Harpy type force or stuff like that. I don't call it Harpies, but those sort of things. Then that rule could actually really be getting you some extras in. Okay. If you want Fire Demon, that how make Fire Demon. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. But they're all pretty cool. I, I like these. These are pretty cool. <laughs> all right. What that takes us to now, then, is we do have a set of Warlord traits. Um, we Ooh. have four. So uh, if, does anyone have a particular? Oh, one? Eternal Reveler is mine. Okay. I love Eternal Reveler. Uh, I'll, I'll kick us off again while I have yeah, internet. Yeah, go for it. So, we have Conqueror of Kings. Some monsters seek the head. Oh, you said while you have internet, and then you started roboting as soon as you started talking. Unbelievable. This, You know, we had no problems before we started recording. <laughs> and now that we're recording, goes. the internet's like, you know what? You know what? Let's Let's just not work anymore. All right, so you were going to take Conqueror of Kings. Yep. 
So yeah, you get plus one attack when you're fighting a combat with a model that has an independent character. All models in the unit that the Warlord has joined, including the Warlord, get plus one strength when fighting a unit with a model with the independent character rule, or a unit that that model has joined, and you get extra reaction in the movement phase. So basically, if you want to claim skulls of their Yeah, and I should point out real quick. I like it. I should, yeah, I should point out though. Um, it says any unit that Cat Warlord joins. Fun fact: none of the war, none of the uh, HQs can join units. <laughs> so that's great. I just want to point that out. Um, yeah, but if they could, but if they could, this would be really awesome. Well, to be fair, to be fair, to be fair, Dan's favorite phrase: um, the little baby HQ can join a squad. A harbinger no, could well, he can't join, but he brings a squad. Yeah, he brings three. A squad he does technically him. bring three. Um, so it really only works the harbinger. He's a warlord. Really the attendants aren't. So the harbinger. I mean, the attendants look at the buff. Yeah, they yeah. will. But in real is this is a very much a solo trait, or only to the HQ unit. So just realize uh, that. it'll be strength six, strength seven on turn one. That's actually kind of dope. Yeah. Actually, even higher strength with some weapons if you give them the weapons with plus one strength. You get a choice. Yeah. All right. That, uh, that'll take us to Entropic or Entropic Force. So, damage mitigation rolls taken against wounds inflicted by a warlord with this trait and all models within a unit that it has joined, which we just talked about, isn't really much of a thing, only succeed on a six, regardless of the value of the roll. In addition, you get an extra reaction in your movement phase. So if your opponent has damage mitigation, they only get it on a six versus you. Um, depending on who you're facing, that can actually be very, very big. Although there's not, the mitigations better than that are not quite as common unless people are, you know, taking apothecaries and that sort of like. But overall, decent. I love it because. Uh, I, I hate Felix's orders. And this is <laughs> yeah. a little way to take a jab at them. Like, what's that? It's a four up, and then a four up, and then a four up. Well, it's a four up, and a four up, and a six up. Ah! Showed them game balance. Wait. Yeah, I've, I've taken your Silver 86% Silver success Silver. down to like 80%. Something uh, like that. Something yeah. like that. On, on that, right. but I mean, it, it is good overall. Yeah. Let's talk about Eternal Reveler. So, um, basically, a warlord with this trait and all models unit has joined, which is nothing, <clears throat> may declare charges yeah. during the assault phase, even yeah. if they run that turn. So, you can run and charge. Ooh. However, also when charging a warlord with this trait and all models within a unit it has joined may choose to not roll for charge distance. And instead, they count the charge distance as equal to the initiative characteristic of the Warlord. If it does so, the charges cannot be increased in any way. In so you can't like, do initiative and then plus three for your movement or something. Yeah. Um, a charge distance cannot be increased. I'm sorry. In addition, you get an extra reaction in the movement phase. This is great. I love this. This, this is one of my favorite ones. Run in charge on a big sovereign monster dude. Yeah. Excellente. Your characters Excellente. are melee-based in general. Yeah. So here's something that makes your melee character melee more often and better. Yeah. And, and if he doesn't have a gun 
or you're not worried about a little piddly couple shots, you're just going to want to be able to run anyway. So now you're going to make the distance and no, no more um, double one charges when you needed that three inches. Cause we've all done that. Um, I, I think so, so far that one is absolutely yeah. tops. That one's really, really good. Walker of paths. That was pretty damn good. Dave. Yeah. <laughs> um, Steve, do you want to try to take that? And we'll see how your internet does. Or you want me to do it? And we'll, we'll save your internet for uh, units. Give me a second because you were all roboting out. Am I good? Yeah, you're good. So are we. Okay. So we got Walker of Hats. Haha. I love it already. Um, if you have the straight your Warlord after deployment, including Infiltrators and Scouts, and after Seed's Initiative has been done, you get to pick two of your demon units under your control that are on the battlefield. You take them off and put them into reserve. But and say take things from reserve, put them onto the battlefield. Do a quick little switcheroo. Hmm. Again, turn as normal or via the Herald of Unreality rule. And you get an extra shooting phase reaction just to change things up a little bit. Okay, so I don't know if demons have enough stuff going on that redeployment shenanigans are important, but I still like them. So I'm a fan of this. I will point out that the Heralds of Reality rule allow you to Pokeball. Um, from the Harbinger, you can Pokeball a unit out of him. So what you can do here is put them back in reserve, and all of a sudden you just shit out 20 blood letters or tw- 20 lesser demons 11 inches away as a reaction because it's a shooting reaction but you, the you, uh, you the hope- herald of unreality is a shooting yes is it it's well no it's a shooting you, you can sh- instead of shooting you can basically portal out okay a um a three inches away from you right a portal we'll read it when it comes to the rule but essentially you put a portal three inches away from you and then the unit pops up next to that yeah. portal. And yeah. it's a shooting. So if someone shoots you or someone tries to charge you or whatever, and you overwatch them, you could just, before they charge you, overwatch, don't shoot, pop this portal out, and shit 20, blo- 20 lesser demons in front of the, uh, the unit. Okay. It's, it's the same thing. Uh, what are they called? Uh, esoterists? Yeah, esoterists. Right? The same thing esoterists can do. You know how esoteric, like they can summon demons? You can do yeah. the same thing. They they summon in the shooting phase instead of shooting. Okay. So if someone charges you, or someone shoots you, I, I guess, and you want to shoot back. Uh, but if someone charges you, you overwatch, uh, don't shoot, summon, and you literally block their path with the biggest boys ever. Hmm. Well, when it's we actually look at that, we'll really look through more of that. But, yeah. Okay, if that's the consensus of, of how all that works. I haven't, yeah, I haven't read that yeah. particular one yet. Okay. Oh, you're good, you're good. Well, when we get to it, you'll see. It's actually, that's why I really like this trait, because if you're using less bigger units, or less of the uh, the monstrous creatures, and mm. more of like the, the, the cavalry, or the beasts, or just the lesser demons, this is excellent, because you could be like, oh, you're charging me? Nah, nah, nah. Now you deal with brutes that just popped up in front of this unit. All right, I'm liking this one more. The, the yeah, and and where that reaction occurs then makes some sense as well because the movement reactions were good for this because 
you're not doing a lot of shooting, so you didn't need a lot of shooting in there. Um, it's also nice that they specify this is after seize the initiative. So if you happen to have gotten seized on, you can take out the units that you were really worried about that. Oh, I was getting first turn. I'm in a good position. Wait, I'm no longer getting first turn. They might blow those units away or something. Yeah, no, it's actually really, this is a really, really neat utility pick. Yeah. If you if you don't have the monstrous warlord to charge 30 inches, we'll talk about why it's 30 inches in a second. Um, uh, this is just downright nasty. Because you, oh no, he's charging me with uh, ten death shroud. Okay, here's twenty lesser demons. You have to now carve through. Well, ten death, ten death shroud will do that. But ten death shroud also costs you seven hundred points. Yeah, but that's the thing. Okay. For seven hundred points, it better carve. <laughs> <laughs> but no, it's just kind of cool that you could just kind of roadblock someone. Yeah, no, I agree. No, that one, that one is quite cool that or eternal Revel reveler i do i like both of those i like walker of paths for that particular list i like eternal reveler um just for what it does and the pure utility to help out your warlord but all right that is going to start taking us to some of these units yeah. um, now on a different thing so again if you were following along but if you're watching this, I'll display it up. What we're going to see, what's nice is there's not tons of weapon options. So when we talk about it, that part will at least be pretty short. Um, Dan, do you want to take <coughs> the first one since this oh, is absolutely. sort of your babies here? So this is your demon sovereign. As per rules, these are the guys who lead the army. So this could be anywhere between a demon prince on like a 100 mil base to essentially your blood. Th these are your greater demons. Bloodthirsters, great and clean ones, uh, keeper secrets, and lord of change? Right? Did I Lord look that at all yes. four? Yeah. All right. So this dude is going to run you 350 points. He's big. Yeah, he's he's movement eight. Yeah. Movement eight. Weapon skill six. Blisk skill five. Uh, strength seven. Toughness six. Seven wounds. Six initiative. Five attacks. Leadership nine. And a three up save. He is monstrous. We'll get to why that's super duper, super important. Mm -hmm. um, he's also a character, not independent character. Um, he's bulky seven. So he is. He's big. Uh, he has It Will Not Die 5 up. He's got the Imperium Avatar. So this is actually neat. Imperium Avatar is not Eternal Warrior. It's, it's Eternal Warrior, but not Eternal Warrior. So for those who don't know, Eternal Warrior essentially means that you only take one wound if you suffer instant death, right? Mm -hmm. Imperium Avatar is you lose D3 for each unsaved wounds. Yeah. So it's the mid-ground. You don't have Eternal Warrior, but you still only take D3 for every... Uh, failed wound of instant death. It's the Dreadnought rule. Died. It's the Dreadnought rule. It's, it's, yeah. Oh yeah, duh. it's the Dreadnought rule. Um, you have, so, sorry, you have the eth Ethereal Invulnerability, so this is essentially their invulnerable save. It's four up, and then all of them have the same thing, Etheric Dominion X, which is the Etheric Dominion you take. Yeah, the, so the big difference weapons, with their yeah. invulnerability is that they don't get it versus force. Yes, that, oh yeah, I should have pointed that out. Yeah. Etheric Invulnerability cannot be used against force. Mm. So, First, he gets one weapon and one weapon only, and that's Sovereign Artemis. A lot of these weapons, the names, are basically, they're so broad that it's literally what they're armed with. So he's, he's got weapons that are for the Sovereign. So basically what this means is, it's Strength User, AP2, Melee, Brutal 2, Murderous Strike 5-Up, and Immaterial Blades, AP1. To give you an idea what Immaterial Blades is, all that means is that when you roll a 6 to wound, right, um... 
or armor penetration, I should point out, a six. Yes, it does actually count for uh, that as well. Yeah, yeah. You specify. Yeah, I should, yeah, I should, I, yes. So once armor protection at or two wound, you essentially change it to that AP value. That's all that means. It's, yeah. it's, it's, that's all it's. So it does become AP one on a roll. Six, murder strike, five up, brutal two. And a strength user. And remember, demons do shift their strength and toughness up and down. So that first turn, he's actually strength, uh, scrolling back. I'm scrolling back down and up. That's the problem. Open he's a strength, different window. Uh, that's what I did. Strength eight. He'll be strength eight. So he's he's essentially causing instant death to Marines. Oh, yeah. Um, he could take a couple things with him. And the good news is a lot of these options are the same options on the behemoths and the same options on the arch team. So once we go over with them once, then that's it. So let's do this. Etheric conduit, one of my personal favorites. Uh, etheric conduit uh, is basically you get the Psyker subtype and you can choose Biomancy. Uh, diabolism, the dia, diabol- diabolism, diabolism, yeah. All right, pyromancy, telepathy, all amazing. The telepathy one, I was not too cool. I don't know. I guess shutting down reactions is great. Eh. Th- that is good when you have charging yeah. type units. True, true. You know, because there's some things there I mean, that will outshoot you and kill half of your units coming in. I was gonna say pyromancy is great because you can drop those stupid large pie plates mm. of of damage and dangerous terrain. Right, biomancy is great because you can increase your toughness and strength by one. And but my favorite is um, di- uh, diabolism. So I actually have it saved here because someone I had to find where the hell diabolism was because it's in a book. Um, but essentially, diabolism is my personal favorite because you get a psychic weapon which I don't care about. It's a flamer, strength seven, AP four, rending six up, deflagrate. Yeah, I mean, it's fine. Nothing wrong it's with fine. it. But the big thing is um, when you charge, you take a psychic test, and if it passes. You get Hammer of Wrath 3, uh, and you increase your strength and toughness by 1. And if you fail, you still get the strength and toughness bonus, but you take a, a Perils of the Warp. So this one is you still get your strength and toughness if you if you fail, which is what I love. But it's only on the charge phase. Like, it's only during the assault phase that it happens. But nice. And Hammer of Wrath 3 isn't, isn't bad. And um, that one etheric domain gives you extra Hammer of Wrath, and it causes death oh, yeah. on that if you wanted Oh, it. yeah. It's very true. Very true. Um, immaterial wings, this is very simple. It's it, their wings. Yeah. They make you move 14. I think yeah, it's literally it, it is jump pack. Uh, but it does make you it does give you extra bulky. So now you're bulky eight if you're taking on. Yes. It. But but jump packs do that in general as well. They make you an extra bulky if you did yep. if you had bulky and things exactly. like that. Exactly. So, um, okay, so before you go to the other ones, I have a question. Yeah. Why does their bulky matter? Um okay, it will matter versus certain armies care being outnumbered. Hey, night lords. Night lords, yeah. Yeah, so that's the only reason, right? Because there's no transports yeah, exactly. for these guys. Exactly. No, that's all it is. Okay. Um, yeah. Yeah. You have a theoric, you have a theoric flight. Um, so this is basically you're bounding and leaping, hmm. uh, or you're in a hoverboard. I think like a, like a zinch disc. You increase like your Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Movement characters can, gets increased by three, um, and you can fly over friendly enemies. Basically, you increase by three, and you can jump over people. And again, difficult terrain is dangerous terrain. Um, and also you increase your bulky value by one miasma of rage. You get rage too, unless you have a higher rage value. Yeah. Um, dark flame is a template strength five AP five assault torrent, five inches flesh pain. So essentially it's a, it's a five inch torrent flamer that wounds on twos. Mm. Uh, that, that's good in general. It, I don't know if you're, how many points is it on him? It's cheap. I think it's like 10 or 15. It's hey, I got ten points. 15. 
So if you have a spare 15, you're not going to fit anything exactly. else in, just throw it on. Which you will have with making this army. Because they yeah. get a lot of the, the yeah. Uh, you have the unmaking. This is a 12-inch range, strength 8 AP1, assault 2, armor bane range. I think the, it's a Meltos. Two-shot Melto? Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's your okay. way to pop vehicles. And Warp Forge Flesh. You increase your armor save characteristic by one to a maximum of two up. Um, so these are, I mean, again, just, they took away a lot of the customization, but you can still customize as you see fit. Um, however, what oh, I really want... Oh, is what? PS5? Yes. Yeah. Oh, shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah him taking shots, the melts yeah. is not a bad option. You can pop the vehicle yeah. and eat the tasty yeah. insides. Because you can it's only fifteen. You could charge the juicy bits on the inside. Yes, you can. Exactly. That is true. However, if you're going to charge the juicy bits on the in- inside, allow me to introduce you to the ju- Sovereign Great Blade. The Sovereign Great Blade is... Uh, is it uh, good? Ten points. <laughs> so it's strength plus three now. AP one. Melee. Brutal three. Murder strike five up. And unwieldy. Now you might be saying, ah, oh, but it's unwieldy. Initiative one. But... I point you to the fact that he's monstrous, and the unwieldy rule literally states that if the thing is a monstrous person, you ignore unwieldy. Yep. So now you have an initiative six, strength 10, or higher, because you can buff the strength using psychic powers. Strength 10, initiative six, brutal three, murderous strike dude. Yeah, with, with five attacks, six of you charged in. Yeah. You are you are going to make something someone's day very very unhappy. Very dead. And very, no very one dead. else has this. No, and that's what I was going to say. We, we all thought it was like, hey, here's but, unwieldy. Why? Great question. Great question. No one knows. Maybe future proofing, but we have zero idea. Um, but overall, I mean, that's what he is. He's a beat stick. He's a stat stick, and he's a beat stick. Do not engage in melee. If he's even without the stupid sovereign great blade, don't engage in melee. Shoot his ass to death. Or as someone was pointing out, since we already talked attacks on to kill him, snipers. Just yeah. Snipe him. Just I mean, snipe he, him at the end, I mean, he's, he's seven wounds. That's not actually yeah. that many. And he's not with a unit. He's not like your other independent characters mm-hmm. that can hide out and essentially have ablative wounds or maybe a good unit nope. that you can call ablative. Now, this However, dude's hanging out on his own. Dave, allow yeah. me to introduce you to. Math. Are you ready? You take this dude. You, you give him Are wounds. you saying I don't know math? No, 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 no. Just one. That, that sounds like you're saying I don't know math. No, no, no. no, no. All you right. Give him the wings. Do I not so know your math? Point. This weird. No, no. Are you, like, is your math the new shaky age math that I hear about? That yes, oh God, I hate it too. I was actually looking at some of the elementary. <laughs> so you give him the wings for move 14, right? Yeah. You give him the warlord trait that lets him run in charge. Oh, absolutely. So he moves 20 inches. Right? Because yes, initiative cause, six. Yeah, because you three. add your initiative on, so he's moving 20 inches. So that's plus three on the charge, right? So 2d6 plus three. You're looking at a 54% chance of charging something about, what, seven inches or uh, uh, 10 inches away. So 54%. Because you just shift the seven up to a 10. Yeah, yeah, right? of course. So it's a 54%. However, <laughs> you could also now give him uh, Crimson or Heedless Slaughter, and he gets an additional plus one to his charge so he's plus four so he can make an 11 inch charge 54 percent of the time so he can basically has a threat range of 31 inches yeah well or if you want more of assurance he can essentially make charges of 25 inches yes oh yeah he will have those for sure and i was just looking at this like 
this is this is pretty cool. Because yeah. Age of Sigmar, you can do this with a Bloodthirster. It's actually quite fun to do. It doesn't do much. Hmm. Kind of like this, I'll be honest, having the Sovereign Charge balls to the wall, bomb him down the line 30 inches sounds hilarious. Um, probably will maybe kill a unit and then he dies. But it yeah. is very, very, very thematic for a bloodthirster. <laughs> it, it probably boils down to like if if you are your if it's your turn one and you're starting off, I can reach the thing. Whatever I want to charge, I'm I'm, I'm reaching. I have a good yeah. shot at reaching something. But now I'm in the middle. You can't let me stay there. And depending <laughs> on the range of your weapons and effectiveness and all you might not be able to shoot the other things I have because they just might be too far away from you. So you're going to pump everything in this guy. And he he's a dreadnought. For all intents and purposes, when you look yes. at him, he's like a dreadnought. And let's face it, in 30k now, you need to be able to take down two dreadnoughts in your list. If you can't handle a couple dreadnoughts, your list is not going to do well. But if you can take those down, you could take this guy down. Oh, yeah. But still, very hilarious thing yeah. that I mathed out. And I was just like, that is... <laughs> it's really funny to do. <laughs> yeah, and it's like they put him at 350, but no, he's in my mind he's at least 380 because I'm taking the wings, and I yep. might take some other stuff. Oh, I have him at 420 because I take him the, now, the wings, and I take the uh, etheric conduit to give him um, uh, the the uh, diabolus, the di- yeah. diabolus, diabolus, and sovereign great blade. Where are you saying, Steve? So he's like, now you can't use grenades against this thing, right? Because it's not a dreadnought or automata. Uh, is monstrous part of the grenade rule? I that I don't, don't know. I think it is because I'm pretty sure like ogrins are monstrous, right? Is it under grenade? Yes, they are. Um, Dan can look mm-hmm. and, and check that for us. He can. Well, here's the thing: I don't checking. think I have. I was going to say I don't think I have like the grenade rule. Um, the I have. Thing. Full rule book right next to me. Let me look that okay, up. Okay, so Steve yeah. will look it That's up. That's a for very us. good question. And That's actually a good question. Yes. And while Steve looks that up, I will move on to talk about the hierarchy. So we'll get on to the next guy because we got quite a few units here. Yeah, the demon prince. Yep. All right, so essentially for their demon prince there, the hierarchy, it's 250 points. Awesome move eight, weapon skill five, so still better weapon skill, plus the skill four, that's fine. Strength toughness five to start out with. He's got four wounds. Four wounds is kind of rough at 250 points, but uh, initiative five with four attacks, uh, eight leadership, and three up save. Um, he has infernal armaments. We have that here for infernal armaments. It's his own strength, it's AP three. So for these guys, big guys, they're essentially cutting through basic armor. Melee, brutal two. And his immaterial blades rule is to make it AP2. So sixes to wound or to armor pen are AP2. Um, cries in Night Lancers. All right. Um, he, they have the same sort of base rules. So they all have a third domain. Not going to keep saying that. Invulnerability, his invulnerable save is a four up. His etheric, uh, sorry, ethereal, but uh, he's Imperial Avatar. Same thing we talked about. His will not die on a six up. He's bulky five, and of course, he's a traitor. Um, his upgrades are the same, except he can't take that special blade that's not named after him. But all the other things he can take, he's taken them for a bit cheaper in general. His wings are only 25 instead of 30. The conduits, 25 instead of 30. So prices are sometimes a little different, but otherwise very similar in terms of what he can take. Um, this guy, to me, is I take him if I can't afford the other guy. It's That's the saving. only reason I want the other guy. I don't yep. want both. 
That's way no. too many points. That's too many eggs in this basket. We have cheaper HQs if you want to run two HQs. But if I can't fit the other guy because of my list or the style or what I have put together, he's a decent fill-in. But this guy also, he's going to be in the threes because I'm going to want some of these upgrades on him because he's a little lackluster, in, to my mind, until he gets them. You know, he's only four wounds, so he's going to go down quick, so I need him... I need to really utilize that initiative five. He needs to be hurting and destroying the things before they get to go, which means he doesn't necessarily want to go against elite type stuff. He's only four attacks, say five on the charge. That's not a lot. Um, his strength doesn't get to like base in any way, like the doubling out Marines, which means if you're multi-wound, I have to get through all those wounds. He, he feels a little bit meh to me for what you're and paying for. Yes, and that's pretty much the consensus. Um, it feels like a lot of people are saying that this guy's kind of just eh. He's kind of there's there is a couple eh over here, but this is the most eh I see. Um, he just needed something. I honestly maybe just make him AP two, and now he justifies the like AP two to AP one, right with the yeah. six. Now he's like a demon prince who could take on terminators and he's 250 points. It's and, just the AP3 is what kills me on him. Yeah. yeah. It's literally the AP3 that kills him. He, he needs something. And honestly, that'd be the easiest thing to change. Just make him AP2. Like, the problem is like, okay, his four attacks. Like, oh, uh, he, you don't want to take him against anything in terminators. Cause in general, the terminators are going to get their saves and, or maybe like one won't cause he can be AP2 if I wound you on a six, yeah. but I'm not even hurting terminators. And, my toughness, okay, in the start of the game, my toughness is technically six because they get that plus one and all. But even that, I'm only six. If I'm going against some decent Terminators, they're going to start getting wounds through. Um, oh, if yeah. I'm getting hit with anything good, I'm on a four up. I'm, I'm only four wounds. You will go down very, very fast. And like I said, you probably want this guy with a couple points because he's already not cheap. Yeah. So I'm, I'm not thrilled with him. Um, no, it's, that's, a, that's a common thing that I've seen right now on yeah. Discord. Find the hundred points to take here's, even the other guy. Here's Go ahead. the use. Okay, he is one of the three models in the army that could take the melted gun, and that's yes. about it. That's the use I'm case. Still he trying to find, the I, yeah. I still try to find the hundred points and get the other guy, or save the points oh, and take the, take the one underneath him. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, Just it, like that's like the use case I found. Is he is an extra guy that can have a melted gun. He's for 250 points. He's he's too expensive like a beat stick, but he's not enough of a beat stick. Yeah. You know... Yeah, Terminators will wreck his shit. Yeah. Even even just think of other... Even if we go outside of Terminators, if you think of your other specialized assault units, non-Terminator, normal armor guys, assault units, his weapon skill is only five. A lot of theirs are. Um, his toughness, again, it, it's not too crazy. It's a little bit high, but you might have good weapons or at least plus ones and stuff like that. If I'm going at you, you know, say Dark Angel-wise, a Firewing, Agamatis squad, I might lose a decent amount of my guys. May also survive, but you only have four attacks. You're probably not killing all of me. And my weapons, I'm going to get through you. You know, like think of that Palatine Blade squad, like you said, those sort of things. Like, there's squads that will cut through him that didn't either spend all these points, or if they did... But they'll take him out. There'll still be enough left, and they can do something else. So, I don't know. So, I think the issue could be summarized as this: we have a good, better, best sort of comparison going on here. Instead of 
diverse options. It's just, oh, well, you know, I'm going to find 100 points to make him the other dude because the other dude's just objectively better Yeah, on every stat you compare except what? The save doesn't go, doesn't go from 3 to 4 or 3 to 2, whichever direction you want to look at it. And the movement stays at 8. But like, yeah. Yeah. Good, better, best is not good game design. I'll put no. it that way. No, you, you want to feel that there's a good space. Mm-hmm. And I don't feel there's a good space. But maybe you can sell us on this Harbinger. Ha-ha. He is noticeably cheaper at 135 points. You could almost get two Harbingers per per iron. Just saying. Just saying. You honestly really so, can, because you're going to take that guy with some upgrades, so you could absolutely still get two for one. Yeah. So what do you get in this uh, two-for-one trade? For 135 points, you get a dude. The dude's going to be movement eight. Again, very popular number for demons, it seems. Weapon skill and bl- weapon skill five. Ballistic skill three. Strength four. Toughness five. Three wounds. Initiative five. Three attacks. Leadership eight. And a mere four-up save. The dude rolls in with his harbinger blade, which is harbinger only. Um, he's a demon character. He could take some attendants, so that'll be demons. Those attendants have infernal armaments. We'll get to them in a minute. Um, you get, you know, the speed of rules you get. Um, he has the five up involved instead of the, you know, whatever else. He is the guy with Herald of Unreality. So he's the guy that could open the portals and bring in more demons. He's your summoner cast, essentially. Mm-hmm. Um, he gets hammer. The attendants get Hammer of Wrath. The attendants get Bulky. And the attendants get chosen warriors. They can fight in challenges. Basically, this dude is supposed to be your summoner type character. And he's decently beefy, which, you know what? I don't complain. He's not huge, but he could hold himself, you know? Yeah. Um, you can take one of the following options either the Etheric Conduit, the Miasma of Rage, or the Warp Forged Flesh. I would be tempted to take the flesh every time just to get him out of that heavy bolter threat range. Yeah. With only three wounds, you want to have at least a three-up save. So, yeah. get him to the three-up. But it'll only save him. His attendants will still get shredded. Oh, yeah. Uh, 45 points each gets you attendants. I believe this is like the generic brute stat line just stapled onto it the is. character. So, should we save that for their own discussion? Yeah. we get The biggest thing is compared to him, they're an extra strength but worse leadership. Yep. Yeah, actually, that is it. Just he's a good support character. I mean, yeah. if you take if you're a conduit, give him pyromancy. He starts pooping out three large blast templates that do damage and also for, uh, provide uh, difficult terrain. Yeah, this, that's also re- that, that's a shooting attack, so you can react with that as well. Yeah, he's your classic mage type demon. Yeah, he's like the summoner. The Ooh, wall of lava, all that. Good oh, stuff. I should point out. Which is you, always fun. Did you explain Herald of Unreality or no? Um, no, you, it Happy? probably makes sense okay. for you. Yeah, I got, yeah. I got it. it takes five seconds. So essentially, uh, if you include a model with this rule, right? Which is be this guy. Which yes. is this guy. He's the only, he, I should point out, he's the only one with Herald of Unreality so far, but yes. Um, you can select. One additional unit that has the demon unit type to place reserve for each model. Two. Up to two. Uh, for each model, uh, 
in this army with this rule beyond the first. The chosen unit may only enter play by means of warp rift, which I'll explain in a second. No reserve rolls are made for this unit. So what a warp rift is, is instead of making a shooting attack, this is what I was talking about reactions, Dave. Instead mm-hmm. of making a shooting attack, the controlling player in the model with the special rule may place a blast marker, three inches, of base contact with the model, and not over any other models to represent the warp rift. Then the model's controlling player may then choose to move one of the demon units that were placed in the reserve using the special rule in the battlefield. That unit moves onto the battlefield from any point along the edge of the blast marker, placed to represent the warp rift as if it was entering play from reserves, treating the warp rift marker as if it was controlling player's battlefield edge. Note that it is not treated as control player's battlefield edge for any other purposes. Um, once all models in the selected unit have moved onto the battlefield, the warp rift marker is removed from play, and the demon unit brought to play by use of this power may act as normal in the shooting phase, in which it arrives and may declare charge in the assault phase if, if it did, you did the charge. And that's what I was saying before. What you can do with this guy, it, it's called, we call it Pokeballing. I, I don't yeah. know why that popped up. I think Treason started this nonsense, because Treason connects po- Pokeballs. Um, uh, and essentially, you know, you get you're getting charged by, I don't know, Reavers, right? You can say, all right, I'm going to Overwatch, place the blast marker, shit out 20 demons, and be like, okay, try to get to me. <laughs> so it's a good way of just being like, no. Or, now, lesser, I'm using lesser demons. I, I, I think the only restriction is just it has to have a demon unit type, right? Yeah, it has to you, be a demon unit type. That's it. Can you just shit out? Can you shit out a, wait, no. You, can you shit out a behemoth? No. no. Uh, yeah. Hold on. As there's. <laughs> yeah, I don't see anything that says you can't do. Oh, sorry. Same detachment. The detachment's limitation. Yes. No, no. no Behe- that, that you're thinking Archdemon. Archdemon's Lord of War. The Behemoth oh. is, the, is the heavy support. So yes, you can. Oh, yeah, no, no, the, no the, restriction the, on that. Just shit out of <laughs> a knight. Oh, that it's a, it's a knight base essentially. Okay. <laughs> you're gonna charge me. Have a kite head. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. I thought it was. See, I thought I should have read this a little better. I thought no. it had to be like infantry or like. No, there's there's like, no restriction like that currently. I'm trying. Yeah. Huh. Yep. Neat. That is hilarious. So I mean, I, th- this guy essentially has worth for that alone. He's 135, yeah. which might y- you can make an argument for that maybe is a little bit expensive, but he has a lot of nice abilities. He does, and he's the one who lets you do this. So he's paying extra for that, and it's absolutely worth it. I do wish he could join other units like Lesser Demons. It does kind of annoy me that he has that... Uh, who was that word bearer that had the same problem? But he got fact anyway. But who was the word bearer? Z- Zariel? No. The, the guy who took like the, the, the two attendants? Yes. And he couldn't join, right? I yes, at name. the time we had read it, he wasn't allowed to join anyone. And they fact they did. And I feel like this should just get fact, because honestly... I, so uh, harbingers are essentially your heralds, like yes. this is Skulltaker or this is uh, Horticulus Slimix, or this is you know any of the heralds that you want. That kind of sucks. You can't just, just stick him with the lesser demons, which is what he's supposed to do. Because you know what I mean. But anyway, that's just me. That's just that's one of my first gripes. By the way, I don't okay. have many, but that's actually one of the first gripes I have. That he could just he should have just been able to join a, a unit. No, I I, I agree. It. They don't let any of the characters, and okay, if that's their design, but it would be nice to let at least this guy join in because he's a bit lighter. And for 45 and points tra- of attendant, that's a little rough. Yeah, And then the, the Warlord Traits would make sense because the Warlord Traits are all about, oh, if you join this unit, you get yeah. this. 
Yeah, it's essentially it's just for him if he takes attendance. That's what that's all about. Yeah, so it's just kind of weird, especially because like Skulltaker wants to beat his blood letters. Uh, but yeah. anyway, that's just me. This is a slight yeah. thing I, I that I griped about, but other than that, yeah, no, pretty cool. All right. Well, that oh, takes yeah, us out of the HQs hmm. and puts Dan to talk about the brutes. Brutes, brutes are super easy because Forge World produces them. So these are fifty mil base models. Um, they're one hundred thirty-five points or three. Uh, they have infernal ornaments. We talk. We talk about infernal already, right? Infernal is what uh, the a few things have had. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yep. So strength user AP three, brutal two, uh, AP two on a six. Yep. Wait, did I say that correct? Yes. Yeah. Nailed it. Love it. I already memorized it. Yeah. So demon roots are movement eight, weapon skill five. Oh, they are weapon skill five. Who yes. lied to me? What the? F- uh, don't okay. worry about that. Lies? Keep going. Yeah. Weapon skill five. Uh, ballistic skill three. Strength five. Uh, toughness five, three wounds, uh, four plus save, initiative five, three attacks, leadership seven. Um, and you can take six more for 40 points each. These are just, oh, Hammer of Wrath one. They have a five up invulnerable. They're bulky three. Uh, that's what, they're, they're beefy. They're just beefy blocks of smash. They don't have guns. They they smash. But very easy. <laughs> you know what I mean? They, they're just yeah. good. And I, someone kept telling me that they were weapon scope four. And I was like, I, I swear to God, I saw they were up at school five. I, 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 I've been able to look at this document since like yesterday. Um, well, it, it literally so only off. came out yesterday. Yesterday, true. But I looked at it yesterday and someone was like insisting that they were up at school four. And I was like, going to check it up. And I never got to. I was like, oh, that sucks that they're up at school four. They're at school five. What are people talking about? All right. No, these are great. I love them. Excellent. I, I'm going to be mad about these. I would probably take six, not three. Honestly, yeah, nine might three's too... gonna go down too fast, yeah. and nine you might be putting too many eggs in that basket, especially if they're 50 male bases. Jesus Christ, nine, 50 yeah, it's gonna be bases. hard to move them. Yeah, um, six is a nice, nice, good five to six is a nice, good amount, in my opinion, of these guys. Um, but yeah, no, neat. And again, what annoys me here's second gripe in a row these used to be the retinue for the lords, so in 1.0, this is. How? The Harbinger is the same unit. I, yeah, uh, it's for the Harbinger, but that's yeah, it. Yeah, but it, it, you can't. Okay, then let me take nine with the Harbinger. Okay, now I understand he's taking a unit. He can only okay, take that, what, three? That's fair. Yeah, yeah he only three, takes three. Up to three. And also, wait a minute. Is it like, hold on. But they're also more points. They're 45 and they're, is there like a, are they that, That's higher? exactly because the same they points. Be, become, they become chosen warriors. That's the difference. No. no. Brutes are... 40, 40 points a pop to add. Okay, yeah. So when they're with him, it's the chosen war. Then chosen war. Okay. Yeah. Oh, chosen so war. That's what challenges you're, right. on his behalf. you're right. But yeah, then let me go up to six or let me go up to nine. Now, see, now I could be like, okay, that's Skulltaker with his like retinue of brutes, and that makes sense. Or that's Siskel or Corticulus Slimix. Now it makes sense. Does that make sense? So there, the gripe is not really them with the brutes. The gripe is with still back to the three demon attendants of the armor and not being able to join. Okay, we're good then. That was my but no good unit, bulky, great, beefy, do it does what they do well. Ah. Yeah, and, and, and elites are something you get multiple slots of. We're gonna notice Four. in a moment, we're gonna Jesus. talk about your other elite. So you have the spaces to fit these guys if you want them. Oh yeah. But and and reasonably cheap. Alright, um I think yeah, I think that's me then. So we are on to the beasts. Um, do the, is there a particular mo- what are the models that so you mentioned these are these new guys? here's one of the new ones yeah um 
So we don't know, but Beast, we're assuming, because we have cavalry as well. Yeah. Right? So Beast can be anywhere between, we thought Flesh Hounds, but it could also be the Forge World Plague Toads, right? Mm. Um, mm. But they're also, the weird part is that they're three wounds. So even my, like, Blood Crushers are obviously cavalry, but Blood Crushers could fit in this group as well because three wounds, yeah. you know? So, again, it's very amorphous, but this is, again, the base sizes are these is what? You usually look at a 40 mil base, 60 mil base, or the ovals. Any one of okay. the ovals, essentially. Because it is three wounds. Yeah. It is beefy. All right. I so, know, related to these guys. So, it's 110 points for a squad of three. Um, they have moved 10, so they're a little bit faster. But like I said, these are more of a cavalry type thing. Uh, these guys are down to the weapon skill four, so the base sort of uh, weapon skill there. Uh, Blizzard skills three, they're strength five with a toughness of four. They got three wounds a guy, initiative four, three attacks, there are seven leadership, and they have a terrible save of five up. But their invulnerable save, their ethereal one, is a five up as well. Um, they're bulky three, they're traitors, and they have demon armaments. If we swap over to there, demon armaments, um, it's strength user, AP four, melee, and that immaterial blades on an makes it ap3 so if they roll sixes to wound because the armor pen of ap3 doesn't matter but sixes to wound they'll be ap3 they'll be cutting through normal armor saves um, overall i do like that not everything in this there's a lot of good ap in this army it's good that not everything is crazy ap um 30 points extra if you want any more you can take up to six more of these guys um for five points a model you can give them etheric flight so you can get them four extra inches as Three, well three, as three. like some hammer wrath and other things like that and you can exchange your demon armaments for immaterial flame, if you wish. So you can make them flamers. All uh, of them. Immaterial flame. It's a template, of course. It's uh, AP4, and it's assault one. So uh, you quick get... correction. You do not get Hammer of Wrath on Etheric Flight. You get it on the immaterial yeah. wing. Oh, okay. Thank you. Yep. Plus three movements. So we move in 13. Movement, yeah. Oh, yeah. Sorry. The flight is the plus three, not the actual big thing. That's stupid that you have a uh, flight and then wings and they're two the different things way I, I don't like it that is that the easiest way i remember it is flight are your zinch discs yeah that's how i've been kind of flight normalizing is normalizing it or jump is... and wings are wings yeah that's how i've been kind yeah, my of my apologies I, I said that backwards but okay. good, good. um i don't know if i put the flight i don't know if i put the flight on them like i said if you want to make them flamers of zinch you could do the immaterial flame not a bad option because we did say with that herald ability that mm -hmm. you if you come out in the right phase you do get to essentially use yourself in the right phase so you can actually have some flame weapons and all you can get yourself in the way um since you don't have so much shooting was, i do like that but yeah someone was saying you pokeball these guys out right mm -hmm. when they try to charge you right now you can't charge them because you didn't declare them as a charge target. You can't reach the Harbinger because he's behind them. Yeah. Then your turn, they <laughs> ten or ten nine models just <laughs> flame everywhere on whoever just tried to charge, getting mm. a million wounds. Because it's strength four, yes, but it's They're gonna FAQ that. They have to. And and wait, gets better. Now they charge your flamer unit, take overwatch. Yeah. Uh, they probably won't because, fun fact, the esoterist can do this already with bound demons. So people figure this out. That uh, People haven't done it yet because no one has really demons yet or an esoterist. But an esoterist, if you charge a squad with an esoterist in it, he can, he can do a shooting reaction, uh, an overwatch reaction. Sure. 
He can just choose not to shoot. And one of his psychic abilities is instead of shooting, summon the monster. So he could just summon nine bound brutes in front of him. So just no one does it because no one owns the models. But it is a possibility. Yeah. Um, I now they could FAQ at some point. Who knows? I don't think they will. And I, I look at it in two things. One, they wrote the rule very specifically. So I think that is their intention. And two, they've already said like, hey, you're playing this thing for fun. I don't think they're as worried about if you have something that's a little bit too much. I'm not saying it is too much. But if it turns out it is, I don't think that's actually their concern. For better or worse, I don't think they're worried yeah. about that. Agreed. To be fair, it's also just strength four flamers. As yeah. funny as it is, as as harsh it is, is to get hit with nine strength four flamers, it's still only nine. Or uh, strength five, sorry. Sorry. Strength five flamers. Yeah. Strength six up turn one or two. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we're thinking, I, I, I always like to think in general that you're playing against Marines because that's yeah. what most of the armies will be. Yeah. If you're up to six, you're now wounding Marines on twos. Yeah, yeah, it might be making roll saves. It's maybe not great against Terminators, but even then, if you make, if I make you roll enough saves, if I hit a five pack of Terminators, that is, you know, potentially Nine 45 times. on twos. <laughs> that's most of them. I'm going to start taking down some of those Terminators. And if I take a few down, now some of my other units, when they charge in, I can guarantee that I win and I can guarantee that I don't take a lot of damage back. So I, I, I don't is, mind that. Yeah. It's, it's really cool because, again, they took away some of the customization. They're still there. Mm. But I like that the combos are still kind of viable. It's just, yes. I, I like that. It's kind of neat. <laughs> yeah. I, I think I would take the material flame on this. I don't think I take the extra three inches of move. I don't think I need it. On a 10 move with a template, I think I'm okay. Yeah. But I do like these guys. But that moves us now into troops. And that moves us on to Steve to talk about said troops. Oh, the lesser demons. So 120 points, you get you 10 demons, mm -hmm. you get 10 more at 10 points a pop. Pretty straightforward. There would be movement 7, weapon skill 4, ballistic skill 3, strength and toughness 4, 1 wound, initiative 4, 2 attacks, leadership 7, and a 5 up save. Um, they get a 5 up invul and the dominion and trader and demon armament, so they have lesser breaching on the 6th to AP3. Yeah, that's cool. Um, and they can exchange demon armaments for immaterial projectiles, which are range eighteen strength user AP four assault two. Pink cars. One pink cars. Yep. <laughs> yep. And um, honestly, forty the shots. These guys changed a lot from last edition. These be two yep. wounds. Yeah, these be two wounds. That's the only change. Which was really. a big deal. That's a huge change. Yes. They were uh, they were two wounds due to instant death, if I remember correctly. Yes, well, like did. something like that. They so, were two. No, they were two wounds. Uh, nothing else changed though. They still have the five up. Uh, yeah, actually, no. So, fun fact: they you, they had a four up save or a three up save if you gave it brass collars. So they were two wounds, three up save, uh, five up and vulnerable. So they were a little beefier last edition. Yeah, um, they changed a lot. This is one of the biggest changes. But, um, is this the only troop? No, okay, there's another one. The swarm. There's other troops, well. but this is the okay. only line. Shibata, this is the only line. Yeah, so you got to take um, these guys for scoring purposes anyway. That is true. They but, are the only yeah. line. For, Wait, no, sw swarms are line. The swarms are line. No, they're not. Wait, they're line and skirmish. Oh my god, they are line. 
Oh my god, oh, well, there you go. But also, they're also toughest three, toughest two on turn three. So uh, <laughs> maybe not. Maybe uh, not. There's good and bad reasons. Okay. Yeah, we'll give it that's good and bad. But you do have more line. Doesn't doesn't support squad mean they can't score? Oh, no, support squad is no. It means it can't be compulsory. Yeah. Got it. So you now have I'm to at least take two that. of these units, and then you okay. can start taking a look at the swarms. Okay, that makes yeah. sense. Or one unit of lesser and Zomortalis, for example. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um, I will point out, you know, listen, forty shots coming out at eighteen inches, strength four, or sorry, strength five on turn one or two. That's not bad. No, that's objectively good. Yeah, you heavy know, ball, that's heavy ball you are you are shooting the way that a big tax squad can, and essentially yes. that's what these guys—they're tax squad equivalents. So, um, I. So if you don't have a a melee weapon, are you allowed to fight melee? Yeah, tax, you, you, yeah, tactical squads don't have one. Yeah, you, you just yeah. do your strength. That's very true. Weapons. Yeah, it's just so weird because you would be removing their melee weapon. But yeah, all right. Yeah, you just get two attacks and just your base strength and all. It just it's funny to think about that. Like you you removed all their it's, claws. It's pink cars. They're slapping you with their forearms. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> all right. Oh man. I mean, they're a good line option. You're going to need to take them because you have to take compulsory yeah. troops in general. Um, these guys don't have any rights of war that we've seen or anything like that, so you're not doing anything too crazy. So you're going to have a few of these I mean, guys. The Dominions do affect these guys a lot. Yes, they you do. Could give them a five, they give them a five-up deal of pain or give them plus one of charge. You know, So I like the fact that they do change based on the Dominion, how you play them, which is great. Again, that's still super stupid cool. Yeah. Um, a little bit rough for the fact that you can't choose different dominions. I agree, you shouldn't. I think that should be way too complicated. Yes. But I would love to give these guys um, that five up, feel no pain, essentially, and give my big demon something different. That's not one of my gripes. Do it like uh, Thousand one. Suns had at last edition, you know? Where your compulsory choices had to match the Warlord, then the other ones were open. Yeah, I think I'd be fine. Right. I I'm fine with it the way they did it, but I am seeing now, like, I don't what I want for these guys isn't what I want for most of the rest of the army. Yeah. Maybe. No, no, that's my belief. You can think otherwise, but I won't. All right. Um, and by so, the way, speaking, sorry, just to interrupt, because I'm, no. I'm browsing the discord as we're talking and someone, someone's like, Oh, we're talking about behemoths. We haven't talked about them yet, but they're basically night paces are very close to like 130. And someone goes, all right, I'm going to use the Night Haunt uh, big chariot um, stupid thing of like the, the, the ghosts carrying the chariot. Yes. Like, a huge throne. And someone goes, I'm going to use the gash. So that's what I'm saying. Like, it's so cool to see people be like, I'm going to use models and like convert them to be. Anyway, sorry. Just wanted to point that out. It just yeah. puts a smile on my face. All right. Well, it puts you on the swarms. So. Oh, yes, it does. So swarms, 80 points. These are your Nurglings. Um, but if you want to do like specific ones, you could do Nurglings for uh, Nurgle for Nurgle. You can do Ripper Swarms for Core. Someone brought that up. Yes. So that'd be cool. Um for Zinch, so this is the problem with not having base sizes. Someone Brimstone goes, I could use Brimstones. The yeah. problem is Brimstone horrors are on 25 mil bases. And no, don't do that. It'd have to be like you'd have to put like six of them on one base and put on like a 40 mil base. And then for Slanesh, I have no idea what you would do for Slanesh. The comment redacted. 
Yeah, oh, Trump, shut up. So, um, 80 points, movement 8, the weapon skill 3, ballistic skill 3, um, strength 3, toughness 3, 4 wounds, uh, initiative 3, 2 attacks, initiative 6, 6 up. They are lying, apparently. Which I they I are. It's not apparently. Yeah, they have the rule. No, I, I, that's what I'm saying. I'm like, I'm, my eyes are raised. You get five of them. Um, they have no war gear, no weapons whatsoever. You can take an additional five for 15 points a pop. Their support squad, their swarm, which I always forget what swarm is. They have a six up invulnerable. Um, just remember, turn three to four, they're going to be toughness two. So bolters will mm. instant death that. Yeah. Uh, no. Three to four doesn't lower you. It puts you back to base. Oh, no, that's right. Five to six. Five yeah, to it's six. Five, five to six. six. Um, I wish I knew they were lying. I've got to buy some Ripper Swarms now. I okay. I've got to buy some pink so, corn. The swarm rule, since you're asking, yes. says you, um, what's it called? I don't know. You didn't really start yet. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. I just want to make sure I get this right, because I looked at it like, oh, yeah, it's that. And then I immediately threw away the specific wording of it. Okay. Each unsafe wound is multiplied to two wounds against blasts and templates, unless it causes instant death, in which case you're dead, because instant death. Okay. Most okay. blasts. So yeah, double damage for blasts and templates. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Okay. Neat. Um, so these, uh, are, these are really cool backline holders. Yeah. <laughs> don't charge the salamanders with them. Yeah. Don't. Don't. Yeah. Um. I. I wish I knew they were lying. This is like a nice little throw eighty points down to hold the back objective. Well, well, it's nice. It's literally only been out a day, so it's not like you yeah. played like a dozen games and never figured True. out their line. You've literally done nothing You've with been, it yet. The last hundred games. Honestly, I skipped them. Yeah, I, I, I skipped them because I'm like, oh, these are nerglings, and nerglings were a big thing back in the day because you could use them to like you throw one down on the objective and you hold that objective. It was really dumb, so they got rid of that from nerglings. So I'm like, oh, they probably did that here, but no. Make five well, of them now, shove, now I got shove the back objective. Now. That's neat. Yeah, they, they they tend to be a, a a short unit in general. Swarm would be so. These are things that are very easy to hide. So if you do have these backfield yeah. objectives, this unit can sit there. Skirmish helps it out. Sits there for your line. It's not very survivable, but if you're doing like progressive scoring and the hope is you're doing missions with progressive scoring, that's fine. Someone mm -hmm. takes them out later. At least I gain some points off of them for now. And you had to dedicate a lot more than I spent. By the way, here's an idea. Mm -hmm. Since we're talking about uh, conversion days for the swarms, the night haunt, um, the ghost trio, spirit hosts. Yeah. Take spirit hosts, switch out the heads for bloodletter heads. There's your cornate one. No, corn could be ripper swarms. I was thinking ripper swarms. Oh, well, wait, he's giving you other ideas. Yeah, now, now it has a blood ghost. There's Ooh, no there's right actually, answers, only wrong actually, ones. Actually, that's not a bad idea. Paint like the, the wisps, like blood. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. God damn it, Steve. I was trying I feel to like I feel like I've seen that before. And Did now you're the guy, stuck going the guy who out. Does, uh, the guy who does Gorilla Miniature Games, I always forget his name, Ash, yes. Ash Barker. Yeah. He painted, he has a whole Night Haunt army, but it's themed around blood. So like the Nagash, Nagash trails are like deep blood and the night haunt things, all the like the wisps are blood. Mm -hmm. It's actually really, really, really neat. Um, but yeah, it's, it's actually. Neat. I'm still trying to think about what you would do for a Sladesh. Uh, I have no idea. If someone has a good idea, post in the comments. Yeah, post in the comments because I'm trying to think. I, I have no idea. All right. Well, while you're thinking, uh, I'm going to go on to the cavalry. 
So we're looking at 150 points for five of these guys. They're 20 points extra. You can take another five. They are move 12 because these are cav now, of course. Weapon skill four, ballistic skill three. Who cares about that? Uh, strength and toughness fours. They got two wounds a pop. Initiative four with two attacks. Leadership at six, so pretty bad. And a four up save. Um, for this, they have their demon armaments. It's the same one we've been talking about. The AP four base weapon, but on sixes, you get the AP three. Um, they have their domain, five up invul save, their traders, of course. And they, of course, can go to the uh, immaterial projectiles for two points a model in this particular case. So if you want to give them shooting instead of the close combat style attack, you can do that. Um, I find for the moment, sometimes it's hard to get excited about a lot of these because essentially they're just purely a profile. You can model them the way you want, and that's cool. But there's like... All right, so these guys are a little bit faster than some of the other things we looked at. They have assorted their stats. Um, but otherwise, they're very similar. There's there's not much difference, where it feels like sometimes other things have more difference. Also, Steve put a picture of what the uh, Blood Demons would look like, and I'm now mad that I didn't think of this, because it looks really, really cool. Um, I have too many. Uh, with this projected up, I can't put it it's, up. It's Night Haunts. It's the Night Haunt ghost painted with basically to be a clear red. Uh, okay. you, remember, you, you see my demons, right? Uh, yeah. You know the guy with the big bl blood ball on his back? Sure. That's swirly. He sounds like a person. You've seen him, right? <laughs> He's got a big blood. That's what it looks like. Okay. And it's. Oh, yeah. I, I looked it up. I can see. I just can't display it up for um, yeah. others to see. Oh, God. It looks so right good. God damn it. Steve, I hate you so much. I was going to do and Rippers. Now and now, again, so to order a whole bunch of spirit hosts. I'm gonna, You're yeah, welcome. I am. Yeah. Uh, they might not be expensive. On, I swear to God, I'm going to hurt you. Yeah, of course they're expensive. It's GW. Um, if you're watching <laughs> on YouTube, I put it up in front of the camera a moment ago. Yeah. But, um, I mean, overall, they're fitting a good role. Um, the two wounds, stuff like that. I mean, you're, so your base, you're spending about 30 points a guy. guess that's not too bad. When you have a five up, so... Invul saves are interesting. You'll always have the five up, which is nice. Uh, unless it's forced, but okay, let's get outside of that. You'll have your five up, which is nice. But a five up means if I'm rolling pretty good, I can live and, and have a good feeling. But if I'm not rolling well, these guys are just remove them straight from the board. So when you have that, I think they do pay a bit of a premium because of that. And invul saves are always very hit and miss. It just depends on if you happen to roll nice. If you don't roll nice, it's you might as well not even have the thing. So, um, overall, not bad. And I guess I do have to keep in mind that early in the game, they're really strength five, toughness five. So yes. when you it's hard to at, constantly think of yeah when you are at your best, when your opponent is at their best because they have their full army to to wage into you. These guys are at their strongest, especially the toughness is the big key. With only two wounds with essentially a five-up save, that's not super survivable. The extra toughness means those lighter weapons aren't cutting through you as easily. Um, I feel like cavalry and beasts are like got switched at birth. When I think I, about like I think about corn juggernauts, and I feel like the strength five, three wounds mm -hmm. is a better match. Yep, and that's then I what think I said. Like flesh hounds yeah. and this seems like a better match. Yes, and that's where I was kind of weirded out because there used to be beasts. So it's funny. Beasts used to be as a troop choice and they used to be one wound. They used to be flesh outs, is yeah. what it was. Now beasts are in the elite choice with three wounds. And it's more like um and, not and it's more like a, what's the other one? The uh, like a, the fiends. Yeah. The fiends are blood crushers. And I'm looking at cavalry more now, like the dogs. 
because dogs can be two wounds. I'll give up that. Or um, or like the really skinny, or they're not called seekers. They're even skinnier than the seekers in Slanesh. They're literally like the tongue, the lick of tongue dudes. Or are they called seekers? Those are the seekers. Oh, those are the seekers? Yeah, those are the, so seekers. Seeker, the seekers are the cavalry and yeah. the um, blood I just crushers said are it. the beasts. Fiends. Oh, fiends. Fiends, fiends are the yeah. beasts. Which also oh, are fiends are beefier than seekers. So again, yes. it's like it feels back. It feels backwards. It's it just feels weird backwards. that you don't call blood crushers. Ca- like I would want to put blood crushers in the cavalry section. To me, they should be. The- cavalry but, to me means a guy on a thing. The, but, but blood crusher is like three times the size of a seeker. I mean, hey, so, you know the, the, the bases are just a just a general suggestion. Exactly, general suggestion. But yeah, but, that's what I was. No, I agree. When I look at this, when you look at Cav, I expect more from Cav. And if I have to spend more points on it, that's fine. But to me, the profile doesn't read as Cav. It reads as like super light Cav, maybe. And maybe, you know, they have a light Cav and sort of heavy Cav. But when you say Cav, I think of something a little bit heavier than this. But honestly, I'm just going to recall Beast's heavy cavalry to make my life happen. (laughs) I agree. Absolutely. There's like Runestorm, Demon, Skirmishers, and Runestorm, Demon, Cataphracts. Like yeah, perfect. exactly. All right. That hey. takes uh, Steve to talk about the uh, right. Harriers. The totally, right. not, totally not um, Harpies. <laughs> All right. The next fast attack choice. Harriers. 150 points gets you a demon with movement 7, weapon skill, ballistic skill, strength, and toughness 4. This is just a space marine. One wound, it, it's a space marine. Mission except four, for its save, yeah, marine, it's a space marine. One attack. Leadership said, oh my god, save five. It's a space marine with a bad armor save. Wow. Okay. So you get ten of these guys. They come with immaterial wings. So they fly and they get Hammer of Wrath. Movement 14. Oh, so it's an assault squad. Yeah. With Hammer of Wrath. And it's their demon. They have a five-up involved. They're trader only. They could have projectiles instead of demon armaments. So it's fe- it's the, um, the little flying guys. Uh, yeah, it's names now. Furies. Uh, Furies. Furies. Furies are harpies. Yep. It's, it's Furies. Yeah. It's Furies. In Demons, it was Furies. Because the harpies were the flying Demon Prince equivalent of last edition. Yeah. I think. So, yeah, it, it's Demon Furies. It, they exist. I feel like they should have two attacks base. Yeah, at one attack base, I might swap them to the projectiles because then at least I got 18-inch range with two shots. That's what I was yeah. thinking. You're not going to get enough pop, through. Easy. For 10 and you points, can't grow the squad. It's like... Ah, uh, well, that's the I, other I, thing. I, yeah, I yeah, they're stuck at 10. So if you're stuck at 10, at least give me 20 shots. 10 guys rushing in, essentially two attacks each. But you're... You know, your your base strength, stuff like that. I don't know, and only weapon skill four. I don't know if you're going to get enough through, especially with that really bad save. And if I'm charging, that means, oh, you could save your uh, an overwatch, essentially, for when I come in, and I'm only on five and up saves, on one that. wound. I'm going to lose half my guys. You want to charge my attack squad? Please do. You won't even make it. You know, you're going to have, like, two guys left, okay. and my attack marines okay. will beat them I'm down. I okay them being squishy, but they should get to be bigger squads, and they should have two to three attacks. They should have two attacks base, three on the charge, or they yep. should have like fury so they get like bonus charge attacks or just they have hammer of wrath but that, it's not enough. No, the yeah, hammer of wrath because you're not going to have enough left. 
This is the other meh squad for me, by the way. This is the other one where I was like, eh, who cares? But I love the idea. I love the idea of a it's squad. Great. It's of a great starting idea. Yeah. It just doesn't. I, my, honestly, it's might just be too expensive at 150 points. What the way I see it is, I, if I'm building this army, I do want a squad of these guys, but I want them with the ranged option, and I want these guys to be able to be 14 inches move, and then shooting 18 inches. So they're mobile what you might call a light fire base. I do need some other shooting because if you take your shooting reaction, these guys are, you know, going to collapse. So I want something else that shoots, but I do like that option. The same way as I like our previous option, we can turn a unit into flamers. I do want this army to have some shooting to be able to let the other people get in, but I would never take these guys. I don't think without the projectiles, because I don't think they're going to do a thing for you. Unfortunately, I just don't think they have the sets again. The beginning, they'll be toughness five, a little bit more survivable. You know, and, and okay, strength of five. They'll wound a little bit more, but the one attack, I just don't think you're going to do enough with that bad save. Um, or like increase them to infernal armaments instead of demon armaments, so they get the brutal and the better, um, the better fake creature. You know, like yeah. they, they're just missing. They're missing something. That one might be a bit much, but if they do that, at maybe alter the points. Model, I'd be happy with that. At fifteen points a model, I think that's a reasonable trade yeah because they're not then they actually do something once they connect yes if they were always strength for toughness for i agree but knowing that they're going to essentially start at fives i think that that covers some of that points point spread but maybe that, that maybe that is what they well, need i'm not sure consider this though space marine with the chainsword will have two attacks yeah and shred yeah for 10 points like like a despoiler anyway the tactical marine for 15 points Gets a bolter and the chainsword. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Like I, wise, yeah. I think I it's that. a fair. I think it's a fair trade to say that they're going to be lethal if they hit. As a matter of the positioning game to get them in, which I think is a perfectly, you know, legitimate design point to be at. They're just not at that design point. Yeah, exactly. Your survivability is not great, but if you can get in, you can do a lot to them. So you have to take those tactical thoughts of how to do that. I agree. I, th I think they make some changes. I think they could fit that well, and unfortunately, they just they just don't quite. But all right, well, that takes us out of fast, puts us to heavy, and I th think it's on Dan now. I think he's the top. You go because I'm going to take Behemoth. Okay. All right. So um, the Greater Runestorm Demon Beast. So 150 points for this guy. He has infernal armaments, so he has the uh, the light swing weapons. Uh, he's move eight. He's got his weapon skill of four with a blizzard skill of three. He starts at strength, toughness, and wounds all of fives. He's initiative three, so kind of bad initiative. Uh, four attacks, six leadership on a four up save. He does have a five up of his invul. He has hammer wrath three, um, and you can take two more of them for 125 points each. Um, for 400 it's bring the whole family why 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 do I care these are your so first of all model wise this is so I thought Forge World still sold these apparently they don't they, you remember the big chaos spawn that they sold yes. the greater chaos spawn with a huge, that's what this is yeah, that's makes essentially sense, yeah. what this is I'm unsure, just like you, what the point of this is. Because back in the last edition, these guys used to be AP2, right? Yeah. And the behemoths were AP2. 
So the cool thing was you can get like a little squad of AP2 beasts running around with five wounds, toughness five, strength five. Oh, that's that's pretty dangerous, right? Um, uh, well, the, okay, the Infernal Armaments, my body just realized that that's not the Armaments. That is AP3 and the Brutal, brutal two. 2. So, so okay, the, the weapon is better. My apologies. I was thinking the Demon Armaments Oh, you were thinking they were AP4. It, it, no, they are AP3. No, I, I'm much happier with it yeah. now. Oh, um, okay. Yeah, in general, I'm much happier with it. Uh, the Vortex, pretty good. The Initiative 3 is not too great. But again, remembering in the beginning, they're essentially going to be Toughness 6, so they have a decent amount of survivability with their 5 wounds a guy. Um, I like them better there, being the base AP3. I'm okay with them not being AP2 base. That might be a little bit much. Um, I'm still not super sold on them. This you do need the better AP. This is a this is a melee army, and even when you shoot, your shooting essentially doesn't really get through armor, so you're mostly melee. So the infernal armaments here is a somewhat cheap way outside of your your main characters to get those bonuses to get those extras. So I do like it, but I don't know. It leaves it leaves me feeling very ho hum. Yes, and again, this is now we get to gripe number three. Which is, is across the book, but again, this is one of the things that got removed a lot of the customization. These yeah. guys were a lot more customizable, so were behemoths, and they took that entire... It was two pages of customizations Yeah. Um, for the whole army, but these guys really benefited from it. You can give them a lance, you can give them a strength 10 shot, but it's one shot. You could have given them an extra fear, maybe an extra th- pinning, right? All of that's gone. So now you're just left with the stat block, which I'd rather just take another stat block who's better shrug you know i mean i mean the third dominion is something that has to be put into play here because when you think about that dominion that might be adding quite a bit to these guys you could be giving them extra in terms of charges more survivability a variety of different uh, different pieces so i think you do have to consider that that's maybe where some extra flavor comes in but when i look at what they do even when i think of some of those options i'm I'm just don't get very excited about it i will say like, if you give them the five of feel no pain, that's kind of disgusting. I, I think so that might be one of their better ones. Now, you're having to give it to your whole or, army, but if I give it to everyone, I'm okay with that. Yeah. Or even the stupid uh, formless distortion that gives them either concussive one lands or reach one. Right now, they're initiative four. But if you're lucky and roll that five or six, now they have shred. Okay. Yeah, that one. That one's not bad. I was going to say, I kind of like them with the... Um, with the one that gives the plus one to the Hammer of Wrath with Deflagrate? Yes, since they already have Hammer of Wrath 3. Yeah. And it does give them so a the shooting attack as well. Deflagrate. Yeah, it's not much, but it's something. Yeah, and like I said, I the beginning of Toughness like 6, that. so you can survive if people shoot back at you. Or, sorry, Except it, it has reaction, so essentially they have shot at you, I should say. Yeah, that that's the downside. But, you know, Hammer of Wrath 4 is not... You could have worse things. No, Hammer F4 means that I do at least have a chance of getting some wounds down. You're going to swing into me, at least early on on Toughness 6 with 5 wounds. I have some survivability. But I think, again, it's that case of this unit's going to get pretty expensive because I don't want to just take one. One doesn't feel like it will live long enough. I need a couple, and then I'm starting to get a little pricey. And now you're talking at 400 points for the unit of 3. Yeah. Which is a good amount of wounds. It's a good toughness. Uh, AP3 weapons means as long as I'm not... And, and they have a way to have some... 400 points gets yeah. you a Legion type on. 
Yes. You know, I, I, I can deal with things that are not in Terminator armor quite well. I'm not sure if it is fully needed, but I don't know. When we see the rest of this, maybe it will. All right. Dan wanted to talk about the behemoth. He was trying to oh, save it. Oh, yes. So the behemoth. Oh, actually, I was. Uh, oh, damn. I wanted the archdemon. Oh, no. <laughs> behemoth. Behemoth. So behemoth's 350. So they're very expensive. Movement 8. Weapon skill 4 only. Uh, ballista skill 4. Strength 7. Toughness 6. 7 wounds. Initiative 3. Attacks 5. Leadership 7. 3 up save. They have Infernal Ornaments, which is the AP3, Brutal 2 uh, on a 6, it's AP2. Or AP3, yeah, AP3, Brutal yeah, 2, AP2 on a 6. Um, they have a 4-up and Vulnerable. They have Imperium Avatar, so again, they don't die instantly uh, to uh, instant death. They only take D3. They have Hammer Wrath 3. They have It Will Not Die 5-up. They're still bulky 7. Same exact points as the Lord, but instead of taking the Sovereign Blade, they take the, the be- they can take the Behemoth Blade for another 30 points. And the Behemoth Blade, as I scroll down rapidly, is Strength User, AP2, uh, Melee, Brutal, 3, Sunder, and can be AP1 out of 6. Which, honestly, I'd probably just pay for anyway, for 30 points. Going from AP3 to AP2, and Brutal 2 to Brutal 3, I think that's worth the 30 points. And honestly, the other big thing is the Sunder. Yes. You don't have a lot of anti-tank in this. If someone's bringing land raiders, I want to be able to re-roll. And this guy in the beginning will be strength eight. So I'm, I kind of, I need it. I need something to get through those bigger things. And we can also give him a, oh, wait, he can actually take it. Oh, hold on. What's it called again? It's called the, uh, no, it's called. Oh, the, the Meltagun? Uh, the unmaking. Oh, yeah, so he can't actually take the unmaking. No. Interesting. No, he no, doesn't actually take it. I um, like this guy a lot more. He's a lot more expensive, but I like him a lot more. Yeah, he's a lot more. Yeah, he's just better. Um, well, for his points, uh, he better be. Yeah, he better be. Um, but, you know, I like him. He's good. He's basically an Imperial he's, Knight. He's, he's, he's the he big boy. Base. is the same points as a Sovereign, though. Yeah, but you're going to take three sovereigns, so then you take another three behemoths. That's good. But um, <laughs> list building um, with Dan. <laughs> hey. Listen, that's kaiju list one on one. Um, no, he's, he, I like him. He's a stat block, and he's yeah. a heavy duty stat block too. Seven right. wounds, toughness six. Yeah, which is uh, the idea. Early, he'll be toughness seven, which is big. So he's like a contemptor there. Um, he'll be strength eight early on, which brutal three with strength eight means that even if I am going against Terminators and I'm not getting the AP two, I'm making you roll three saves. You fail any of those, I'm just removing you from the board. So he can do more of that. He is very expensive, but you know you're going to need something heavy in this army. You need some heavy stuff. You're and he's brutal two. Our brutal three AP two, Dave, with the Behemoth Blade. Okay, so Behemoth he's blade. okay. Terminators. So yeah, if you want to spend that extra thirty then you now are carving through everything. Or at least you have, you have a good Sovereign shot. Sovereign is strictly better, though. It's killing me. Absolutely. But it, it is strictly better, but it is an HQ and therefore more limited. Even the upgrade, because yeah. the Sovereign's weapon upgrade is only 10 points. This guy's is 30. Um, I do like him a lot more. I do think... You know, I, I like the idea of, you know, big, big, chunky models. This is a great way to do that. 
And I think his block, although yes, um, he is more expensive. I think his stat block looks better for the cost than the last guys looked for its cost. Costs were different, but not quite as nice. This is what wanted me. So fun fact, when I saw this in 1.0, this is what got me to wanting to start the demon army because I actually wanted to start Nurgle and use Galatkit. He's like yeah. the perfect behemoth model for this. I agree. All right, so we, we like this guy. And then uh, Steve can talk about the I guess it's me. I, I get to send it. All right. I know, right? So the last of the generic demons. The Runeshow Archdemon for 500 points gets you movement 8, weapon skill 7. Not very nice, very nice. Blitzing skill 5, strength, toughness, and wounds of 8. Initiative and attacks six, leadership nine, three up save. Here you get a version of Archie with a behemoth blade stock. Um, you get he's gargantuan, a fair dominion. He gets the four ups in vol save, three up armor save, so it's decently durable. Eternal warrior, just straight up. Oh shit. Yep. Hammer of wrath d3, it will not die five up. Bulky nine, and he's traitor. And you can take up to three of the options of Etheric Conduit, which is expensive as hell here, yeah. Immaterial Wings, Etheric Flight, Miasma of Rage, Dark Flame, The Unmaking makes its return, and finally Warp Forged Flesh, which I feel is kind of an auto-take. Yeah, you want this guy to have a two-up save. And it's only 25 points. It's reasonably cheap. Give him a two-up. I love Etheric Conduit on him. Uh, I think it's I, too much. I, I'm not. No, for, no. Remember, strength, you can make them strength and toughness ten. Strength and toughness 10. One and two. Uh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Cool, but like, I'm. I, I don't know. It's just a little bit too much. Plus, okay. if he happens to he fail, not take him wounds. Immune to bolters until turn five. Yep. Yes. Pretty much. He's pretty much going to use most shit until turn four. Because even his strength and toughness grenade him. No, you cannot. This guy's this guy's a problem. He's a huge problem. I love this dude. I'll Giving lie. him immaterial wings so he has movement fourteen is a big deal. Yes. Oh yes. shit! And remember, as their Lord of War choice, he can have a different etheric dominion. Yeah. So now he's got a five up field of pain. <laughs> uh, that is not a bad option mean? for him. I don't know if he that's actually kind of solid. Yeah. Uh, either that, or you give him the one that's re-roll the uh, armor saves. Oh my god, that yeah, re-roll the two up, two re-rollable. Yeah, because the strength value is going to be lower than your toughness, unless if if you are getting your armor save, that is true. Because if you're not, they're hitting you with like last cannons, which yeah, you are going to get anyway. Way. So I do. I, st- I still want to make a point for the etheric conduit because other than even the the, the, the uh, pyrokinetic one, eh, um, but biomancy getting plus one strength, plus one toughness. He's already at nines to start with. You don't need ten. You need ten. No, you yeah, don't. You need ten. Yeah, you do. That's a big so, solid number. You you you're, 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 last cannons move on fives. Yeah, you, you're taking something that is at that point. Someone brings that. I'm just like, all right, cool, good game. I'm good unless I unless I'm bringing my own crazy Lord of War that does that, which most of them don't. I'm not even going to bother shooting at the guy. What's the point? I'll never get through him. It just won't be fun. So I will just I will. It, you better hope you have the material wings because otherwise I'm going to block you down with light stuff all day. Oh yeah, that's what it is. Or ready for this? 
and people already figured this out, you just um, uh, uh, challenge lock. Yeah. So Gargantua, he's not, he's not, he's not a character. Oh, yeah, he's not. Can't, oh, he can't challenge him. Not a character. No. Oh, yep. that's big. Okay. Yeah. Oh, that's big, big. Okay. Wow. But I like him. I've been trying to fit him into my list. Um, and I really want to take this because I'm trying to play the Diablo model I have. Mm. So I'm going to try to. I, I just try to figure out what the hell to give him because Diablo doesn't have wings. So I like the. You know, I like the Wazy Wings. So he doesn't have wings. Um, you could bring him stock in a two thousand point game. That's true. I could. Uh, actually like my asthma rage on him too just for 25 points giving him an extra two attacks and he charges that's big because he is actually only six attacks so again yeah. like his weapon what he does the brutal's really now, nice but i'm not carving through necessarily tons and tons of models my last gripe are you ready for this, this is the last gripe i have there weren't okay. that many arch demons used to have so you see these upgrades that they have right yeah of course. arch demons used to have their own separate lord of war upgrade chart now they were expensive as fuck of course but they were they were completely separate from the rest of the demon army because they were your lords of war these were crazy crazy things like you can give them the ability to trade all of their attacks to do one attack on every person in melee right or you can divide half your attacks to like you go to three attacks and they're all strength d now right or you mm. could um or you could shit out a warp portal. Like you were, you had the, like I guess it was the same thing here. You, you had the ability to shit out a warp portal. So you had the ability to like really customize the Lord of War to be like an actual like Lord of War. Mm. And it kind of gripes me a lot that the customization for this guy is the same customization you get throughout the entire army. And it I don't think it would have taken that much effort to just give this guy a separate table. But again. I didn't write the rules, but that's just my other gripe. That's that's it's a, it's a non-issue gripe, I guess I could call it. It's a non-issue gripe. It's just something I wish they would have just thought about, but yeah, it's a non-issue. I mean, he he he's nutty. Yes, at the he end is of nutty. the day, he's very expensive, but he's absolutely nuts. So, those are outnumbered absolute... by five terminators. Yep, for those legions who care. All right, uh, I assume Dan wants to take Kabanda. Of course. Of course. What? Do you have both sets of rules for comparison? Sorry, all oh my three God. Oh, rules. Is, does he have a bound rule? No, we're not doing that. He has a bound rule. No, no, yes, but... They actually no, they actually mentioned that that Kabat you only use the bound rules. They actually changed the bound rules, by the way. They went yes. back and changed the PDF. So they, now you only have bound and unbound. That's it. Yep. Mm. So Kabanda is five seventy five. He's a Lord of War. Better for me to be a Lord of War. He's a character gargantuan unique. That character gargantuan is gonna piss me off. Because, again, you can just character lock him. I believe that gargantuan creatures should not be character locked in challenges, but that's a different discussion for a different time. That's fucking stupid. Um, he's got the armaments. He's got Incardine wings, which I'm just going to tell you right now, because that's his own thing. It's movement 14. <laughs> it's a movement 14. It's, it's wings. Um, let me see here. He's got the armaments of Kabanda, which have its own little table. In melee, your strength plus four, AP two. Two-handed, Sunder, Immaterial Blades, AP1. So basically mm -hmm. a strength 12 or 13, Jesus Christ. Around 12 or 13 uh, AP2 dude. They got rid of Murder Strike from him, which kind of hurts. I don't know why I would need it, but sad. 
Um, he also has his whip, which is six inches, strength six, AP two, which did change. That used to be AP four. Uh, strength six, AP two, assault seven. Well, not bad. Um, he's got etheric dominion, heedless slaughter. Again, he better. He's got a four up, say, uh, sorry, I didn't even talk about his stats. He's movement eight, weapon skill eight, strength, uh, ballistic skill uh, five, strength and toughness eight, wounds eight, whew, initiative six, attack seven, leadership ten, uh, and a three plus eight. Again, I will fucking point out that they could have just given him eight attacks. I, I would have taken the 600 points just to give him eight attacks because it's Korn's number. Mm-hmm. And it, oh my God, they did it again. And you'll see why, Dave, in a couple seconds, why it annoys me even more. It's actually kind of right. So he's got Adamantium Will, three plus. Okay, so he's got to save against Psychic Powers. Eternal Warrior, Eternal Rivalry, which is a special rule we'll get down. Hammer Wrath D3, Hatred Sanguinius. It will not die five up. Here we go. Rampage. So if he's outnumbered, which he will always be, because funny enough, he's not um, bulky at all. No. And we- weirdly enough, what the ones don't have bulky here. He's not bulky, so he's always getting. So here's the fun part, Dave. Look at his Rampage, what it says uh, D3 plus one. So he's at eight attacks anyway. So oh, yeah, they could have just gave him Rampage D3 <laughs> instead. <laughs> They're doing that British math to you. <laughs> I'm like, what the fuck? Did they just put this to eight attacks and just do Rampage D3? Who did this? I was so mad when I saw that. And I thought they would change it, but they didn't. Uh, he's got Scythe of Hatred, probably one of my favorite rules of all time, which we'll talk about later. He's un- Wait, he's unbound. Yeah, this yeah. is Kabanda Unbounded. Oh, this is his unbound form. Oh, all right. So he doesn't get the strength and toughness increases then. Uh, I guess. Wait, does he? Does unbound mean you don't get affected by that shit? Because he's still a demon. No. Uh, unbound. That just means you can't take the. They have to list it because they'll probably do it for the last three because they're named characters and they have it. bound and unbound forms. Yeah, you can't got have it. both the unbound and bound in the same army. Simple as that. Got it. Okay. So. Um, oh, you know what I was thinking? I'm, I was thinking Unbound was bound. Jesus Christ. No. It's been it's a long night. So, his Warlord trait is Skullkeeper. Um, basically, any models with Demon Unit type and the Etheric Dominion Heatless Slaughter within 12 inches, not wholly within, this is an Age of Sigmar, within 12 inches uh, gain Rage 3 special rule. Um, so, if they charge, they, uh, they charge. Yep. <laughs> and you get an additional reaction to the movement phase. The wings I already talked about, the wings. Yep. 14 inches. Eternal Rivalry, if if Sanguinius is in the arm in the opposing army, you do have a secondary objective that comes in. It's completely but if you uh so if Sanguinius is wounded as a casualty while fighting a challenge against Kabanda, uh Kabanda gets two victory points, or you get a victory. And in addition, this is in addition to any slay the warlord. However, if Kabanda is removed as a casualty while fighting a challenge against Sanguinius, then you lose one victory point. This is few this is this is a nothing thing. If it, if yes. it happens, it happens. If it doesn't, it doesn't hurt me. I like it. It's narrative. doesn't hurt me. Yeah. Well, it does hurt you. At, yeah, we got it. Yeah, that's fine. Scythe of Hatred. Oh, so I already talked about the weapon. So this, this freaking rule is so good. So at the end of the assault phase, after the results of any combat's been worked out and swooping advances, consolidation may be completed. Kabanda may make a special Scythe of Hatred attack. To resolve this attack, the controlling player places a Hellstorm template. So that's the massive Flamer template. 14 yeah. inches, I think. Uh, with the narrow ending contact with Kabanda's on bow base. Any unit with the models underneath the template suffer a number of automatic strength 6 AP dash hits equal to the number of unsaved wounds caused by melee attacks during the assault phase. And this does not include modifiers uh, determined in one combat. The big thing is the unsaved wounds part. 
because he is at the strength that he instant deaths people, right? I had to look this up. Unsaved wounds counts instant death. So let's say he cleaves through. Let's say you run away. He, he realistically cleaves through, let's say, six Terminators who had two wounds each. That means that that Hellstorm template is shitting out a 14-inch big, big, big flamer template. Every unit that gets hit by that takes 12 wounds at strength six. Yep. Which is So the reason I know this, and for those who watched our battle report when we did Bound Kabanda, um, he, I think he killed five header on guard. They're all three wounds. And he pooped out a Hellstorm template that was 15 wounds. And he tagged, I think, six units. So he did, what was it, 15, 30, 60, 90, 90 possible wounds under a Hellstorm template. Excellent. <laughs> so good. Um, but yeah, that's Kabanda. He's a beat stick. 575 yeah. points. He's, he's, he's good. If you have him, you'll want to take him. And if you take him, you're not going to feel bad. Yep. He's going to be very expensive. You have that big enough game, but you won't feel bad. I have him, and he's painted. The whip keeps breaking. I hate that stupid thing. But um, so it's such a bad connection point. Um, yeah, love it. He's All great. Right. All right. We got two last big boys to talk about here. Um, who is this guy? Um, I have him on Forge World. He's ugly as shit. Here, I'll give you the link real quick. He, he is... is the Nurgle one. Okay, yes. that's what I thought. Yeah, I've seen Here. him before then. Okay. Oh, you've seen him before? Okay. Yeah. He's, right. he's gross. So this is Korbak's Utter Blight Unbound. He does not have a bound form. Um, he's 430 points. Uh, for this guy, he's move 7, weapon skill 7, blizzard skill 5. He's strength 7. Uh, toughness is sitting at an 8 for this boy. Um, he has nine wounds, initiative five with five attacks. He's another 10 leadership, a four-up save. Um, when we take a look at him, so he's a character, he's monstrous, he's a psyker as well. He has the putrid corruption, so he has his five-up mitigation. Um, he has a four-up invul save. He has the apparent avatar, of course. He has a three-up adamantium will, so he's got some saves versus psychic powers. He also has that hammer of wrath, that D3 plus one. He's the herald of Pestil oh, sorry, pestilence. He has the Nosum Tide of Flesh. Four up, it will not die. He's, of course, Unbounded Trader, and he has his own special Warlord trait. Uh, War Gear, we'll get to when he gets to it. So, um, he can, a, a normal thing of if he's in your army, he can be the Warlord, even though he's not in the primary detachment. If he is, he comes with Lord of Decay. All units that are the Demon type and are part of that Putrid Corruption Dominion within three inches of him, can reroll failed damage, damage mitigation rules from it and feel no pain rules. So you can reroll the mitigation you get from your domain, and if you have a feel no pain, otherwise you can reroll that because your feel no pain theoretically could be better. In addition, you get an extra reaction in the movement phase. Good, not amazing. I mean, this guy's on a giant base, so getting within three isn't Yeah, I was going to say. You, you are going to chunk up with him, but he's pretty big. And remember, you could take 20-man... This is where you all of a sudden take 20-man lesser demons. Yes. You stick, like, one or two next to him, don't kill him, and now that 20-man lesser demon unit gets re-rollable five-up saves. Ew. Yeah, yeah, for the <laughs> mitigation. They have an invul save, and then they have a re-rollable five-up. Now you have some survivability. Um, the Nosum Tide of Flesh. Um, he suffers no penalty for moving or charging through difficult terrain. 
Sure. In addition, when he is destroyed, nearby units suffer strength 6 AP dash hits for each model within 5 inches that is not a demon. Any units that suffer one or more hits from this effect make immediate pinning test, as essentially all of his horribleness just washes over you. <laughs> Once all the hits and pinning tests are done, then he's removed. So he essentially has moved through cover for intents and purposes, and then he blows up like a vehicle. Um, his Noxious Maul, his weapon, it's strength plus one. Um, this guy was strength seven, so base eight, demon extra, so send a nine, AP two, murderous, and it's, sorry, murder strike on a four, his melee weapon. Um, very good weapon. He's a giant Lord of War, you would hope for a very good weapon. The murder strike helps make up for the fact that he has no brutal. Um, Herald of Pestilence, he is a psyker. He has biomancy, so Dan will want him to get to his like toughness nine or ten and all that ridiculousness. Ten. Toughness ten. Um, at no additional cost. So he is purely biomancy. Yeah, he can get to toughness ten with his nine wounds. I don't know what the shooting one is for biomancy. I feel like I should know. I know that the, that's um, the buff. it's a close combat attack actually. Oh, so technically he gets an extra attack. Oh, yeah, okay. you okay. get uh, it's okay. a. I believe it's a strength like ten weapon. Oh shit! But he already has murder strike, and his weapon's already going to be like strength eight or nine. But you could use it to gain an attack, because is this? It's not a specialist weapon. So no, no. In other words, you can fight with that thing instead. It it, it, it turns your weapon. If memory serves, it, no, it turns think, your oh, base oh. weapon. It, it turns you to give you strength ten attacks. I think it just gives you an extra weapon, which means okay. you might get an extra attack. Uh, yeah, hold on. I was reading what someone was telling me. Give me a second. Uh, that's Pyromancer. Biomancer Rage is a melee second power strength down, second focus. The other power is done instead of shooting, it can auto increase by plus one second power. Uh, you can combine it with another weapon or pistol for plus one attack. Okay, so that actually is. Okay, good. I wasn't sure if you could do that. Okay. All so, right, with that, yeah. So, so we can get some extra attacks and all. Um, so, he's actually got six, seven plus D3 attack. Oh, okay. Yeah. With that, yeah, he actually has quite a few attacks. He's murder strike on a four, so he is carving through people. He's going to be starting at essentially strength, um, sorry, strength eight. And you're sitting at toughness nine to start with. You can get to that toughness 10 with that biomancy. You can get to the other extras. So, and weapon skill seven. So, he again, he's a big Lord of War. He's cheaper than Kabanda. He's doing quite a bit of good for you. He's probably not helping your rest of your army kill as much as. Escobanda does, but he's helping your army survive a lot more. So if you're running more of a Nurgle-type force, um, this guy, I think you absolutely want to throw him in. We've... He I don't know if we've... Also, we, hmm? He's also cheaper than the generic Archdemon. Yes. Yeah. He's at four 430 instead of like 500. He's, he's at a good price. So he's a bit cheaper. You can fit him in a little easier. You can fit in some other pieces. And um, we, we've previously talked about various Lords of War and all of that. Here are spots where in this army I absolutely want to take a Lord of War. Not only just for fluff because of what they do and what they can do. Um, even the fact that he has a very high strength means that he can help me hurt vehicles if I need to or hurt some of those other targets. So absolutely love him. Um, that gives Steve the very last I don't do. person. Samus, 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 Samus. <laughs> Samus is here. Exactly. One of the best. One of the best books they read when it comes to demons. Literally horrifying. 
Mm-hmm. It's really horrifying. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know if you got Lamis no. Unbound. 380 points gets you the Demon Prince of the Primordial Annihilator, the end and the death. Uh, movement 8, weapon skill 6, ballistic skill 5, strength 8, toughness and wound 7, and initiative 7. He's very fast. fast. Boy. He is fast. Um, four attacks, leadership 10, and a 3-up save. He has the Blades of Samus. He's a monstrous character. He's unique. He is encroaching ruin. He's got a 4-up involve, which pairs nice with his 3-up save. He has Imperium Avatar, so makes the 3 wounds instead of dying on instant death. Uh, Whispers of Madness, Fleet 2 for plus 2 on the charge, on top of the 1 for being move 8. So it's effectively a plus 3 on the charge. Mm-hmm. It will not die five up. Rage three, bulky seven, move through cover, uh, which is part of his dominion, yep. but it's just here for clarity, I guess. Yeah. Unbound trader. He has his own warlord trait, uh, which I'll get to in a moment. Uh, Whispers of Madness. I feel like that's more fun. So, Whispers of Madness grants the following benefits. First bullet point. If he's in reserves as knight on the battlefield, reserves made by an opposing player are modified by minus one. It does not stack with other modifiers. Use the highest single modifier instead. So if your enemy's running a uh, reserve strategy, you could nerf it a little bit. That's neat. Kind of reminds me of Horace um, Heresy book, where it's book two. I think it's book two. Book two. Yeah, book two. Way, way back at the beginning. Oh, yeah. Um, then we have the second bullet point. Any model without the demon unit type within 18 inches must reduce its leadership by minus two in making psychic checks. This is cumulative with other effects that reduce leadership for psychic checks. Makes sense. It's getting in your head, driving you crazy. And then finally, while locked in combat, he increases the value of fear one to fear two. He, uh, he's scary. Here's a fun little thing that I just thought about, because now he's fear two. When you get concussed, you take the, uh, you take a leadership test, right? Mm-hmm. Um, that stupid, because uh, remember, the Lords of War can be different uh, dominions than the rest of them. Mm-hmm. You take the dominion that once gave concussive, which normally sucks, right, Steve? But now... Taking leadership minus two on concussive. So, so you want me to throw an eight, three hundred eighty points, so I have a shot no, if no, I no, roll no, the no. right thing on a different domain I'm just that saying, I concuss you. I'm just saying, if you like that domain, Samus is actually not a bad like kind of addition to that. That that is like the tiniest amount of help imaginable. <laughs> you are doing tons of work to I maybe like- concuss someone. <laughs> I'm better off teaching a dog to jump through a flaming hoop and just collect money at a circus. Yeah. It'll be less effort than getting that. that that's up. too much work for so ah. not payoff. <laughs> Plus you have to roll a one on a D three, which you have absolutely no control over. It just makes the bad slightly less bad when it happens. If you get lucky. Yeah. Yeah. Nah, we're not worrying about that. We're going to talk about the Blade of Samus, though. We're going to worry about that quite a bit, because it's Strength User AP2 with Armor Bane, Murder Strike 5-Up, and Immaterial Blades AP1. So if he rolls a 6 to pen, that's... that's terrifying. Yeah. 
You forgot his Warlord trait, by the way. No, 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 I was saving it. I'm saving it. Oh, okay, okay. His Warlord trait is the end and the death. He may be the Warlord, even as a part of the private detachment or an HQ choice. He replaces the Imperium Avatar rule with Eternal Warrior and has the below Warlord trait, the end of the death. So, when he fights in a challenge, successful and vulnerable saves taken against him must be re-rolled. Um, you get extra reaction in the movement phase. So he shows all in on the character assassination run. Yeah. I like him. I like him a lot. I like that he switches. I, that's new. I like that if he's your warlord, he actually goes from Imperium Avatar to Eternal Warrior. Yeah. That's actually kind of cool. That That's neat. I, I don't think I've seen that ever. Um, no, no that, that's, that's not a normal thing. Not like Imperial Avatar to Eternal Warrior, obviously. But the idea of like, hey, if he's your warlord, you switch something in his special rules. That's kind of yeah. neat. Yeah. I mean, it goes on to, he, he's quite good. He's reasonably cheap for what you get out for Lord of War. For Lord of War, he's actually rather cheap. He doesn't have a lot of attacks is probably his biggest downside. Like, he's got a nice stat block. He's got a great weapon, but he's not buffing his number of attacks, right? Yeah, he doesn't have rage or anything like that. He does have rage. He has rage. Oh, he does have rage. My apologies. Thank rage, you. I did say rage that. Three. Rage 3. Okay, so no. So on the charge, yes, he is doing good. I missed that in the thing. Because they don't put an alphabetical order, and I hate them for that. Always bugs me. Especially when the first bits are. Okay, so... No, I do think he will do a lot of good for you. Um... He's going to absolutely, you probably do challenge out if you can. You take down whatever character that it is with all the extra hits that you're going to get through and all of that. At strength eight, you're probably doubling out a lot of these characters unless they're Eternal Warrior themselves, which means that you're going to get tons of wounds on there. You can run people down and then just go at the next unit. And seven wounds with a starting toughness of seven means you can survive. Yeah, this guy's really, really good. All right. Um, so, I believe now that will take us to final thoughts related to these demons. I don't know, Dan, if you want to go first or you want to go last. I'll go first, just to okay. get out of the way. Um, I'm actually surprised. So, I don't like. I don't want to be negative. I also don't want to be super positive. It's. It's. I'm so weirded by this. I gotta let it. You love a to bit. sit on a fence. No, because no, this, is, is this is weird for you. So I'm I'm exceptionally upset that a lot of the customization is lost, yes. right? Demons were some of the most ridiculously customizable armies. And you could do a lot of different builds, right? And it's almost like they dumbed it down, even to like the weapons. They just straight dumbed it down. Here's like six units with the same weapon, which I understand why. I understand why it makes it easier to balance. I understand. Uh, but then you got to write a table for the Archdemon, right? Which, again, that should not have been gone. That, that was kind of easily transferable. If I'm able to do it from 1.0 to 2.0, and it was a pretty balanced ZM game, I'm pretty sure you could have done it here. But besides my minor gripes, right? If not minor, medium gripes, right? Mm. I actually kind of like this. So for what little it gives you, it's still a playable army, Right? There's not a lot of customization. There's not a lot of uh, movement around. So what Dave likes to say, like when I spam something, right? Yes. This is, this is an army where you can do it because you just don't have the options. Yeah, you don't have the options. Like, yeah, oh, I'm that's okay. six units of 10 lesser demons, but like, you know what I mean? Um, but that being said, 
it's still a playable army. It's not like it's a shit army, right? When we when we look at Solar Ox and we're like, wow, this, oof, these pieces bad, right? This is a playable army. I could turn, I, I could take this to an event and have fun. And it's, I mean, other than taking like an arch, other people could take Warhound. Has anyone taken a Warhound to an event, Steve? In the recent years, um, that great yes. I don't think. Okay, Sean's event where you deep struck and destroyed That's three right. armies with morale checks that wouldn't oh, exist if we had him duck And they all failed their pinning. That was yep. the best deep strike three I've ever seen. To four thousand points of troops all pinned from failed checks from from from, from a single custodies from from fifteen custodies, Ugh. eight units pinned. Eight units pinned, and that wasn't even that wasn't even night fighting. I was, yeah, that was anyway. Anyway, <laughs> side. Yeah. Other than taking the arch demon, which is essentially the warhound equivalent of taking something like a warhound or a porphyrian to um, heresy, this seems like a fair army. Like someone can correct me if I'm wrong, but like, yeah, the demon behemoth is be- beefy, but if you got a last cannon squad, you will kill him. You know. Um, like yeah, sure. The uh, the sovereign is scary, and sure, one dude is going to charge thirty inches, but you could shoot him down. Like lesser demons, they only have one wound. You could bolter him down, even if you're wounding on fives on turn one and two. It seems like a fair army, and I just got to play it to see if it's balanced or not. But from first glance, there's nothing here where I'm like, other than like the thirty inch charge, there's nothing here where I'm like, oh, this is like because I come from forty k, so I'm very kind of like, I could kind of sometimes see like, oh, this is going to be a problem. I'm looking at this and I'm like, everything's, everything just is playable. I don't see, I mean, other than like some of the units, it's, it's a cool army. I'm actually kind of happy with this. Still upset about the lack of customizability, but I'm, it, I'm actually kind of happy. And I still want to take the arch team. Right. I, I, I'm going to have to fit the arch team in there because I'm going to paint Diablo or sorry, copyright. Um, sorry. I'm, I have to paint uh, totally not. Blizzard Entertainment Diabolos. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. I was trying to think of it. No, that's, that's all right. Diabololo. That's that's his new name. Um, but yeah, no. I, from first glance, you know, I'm not looking at Custodes Meridian Blades here. I'm not looking at Mechanicum Myrmidons. This looks like a fun, playable army. Um, that's just my gist of it. Right. Steve, what do you got? Right now, I'm trying to do the math on how big an army could be points-wise if you just did max everything. And the oh, HQ slot easy. makes it pretty doable because you have the big boy HQ. That's a thousand points in HQ. More than a thousand points in three choices there. To let you know, Steve, it's another sixteen hundred in the elite slot. Yep. And, um, three sovereigns and three behemoths are twenty-two hundred points ish, like yep. the upgrades and stuff. It's about 2,200, 2,300. So you could probably squeeze in two units of lesser demons to make it a legal list. Mm-hmm. And some brutes. I had, I, I literally was, I made a kaiju list because I was like, how big, how many big boys can I take? Yes. The answer was yes. Yeah, the answer was yes. And then I made a 120 bloodliner list because I hate playing with my opponent and I want to take five hours to move models. <laughs> yeah. The best Warhammer is the Warhammer I spend moving models forwards. Oh, God. Um, so, yeah. The, so, the list is different from last edition. I feel like even though we have movement values now to speed things up, at the same time, it 
don't know. It feels lower in some respects. Hmm. It might just be like compared to other things or compared to what it used to be. I feel like you've lost a lot of mobility options on units. So, so like the typical units a little slower than it used to be. Slight disagree because last edition, you did not deploy on the battlefield. You deployed out of portals that were in your half of the deploy, your half of the table, and you could not deep strike out of those portals. So turn one, your brutes came in because they had the ability to come in automatically. Um, but everything else was oh, randomized. That's true, because they were the vanguard. Of, yeah. Yes, and everything else was randomized, and you could not deep strike out of those portals. So technically, you were stuck for a turn. Sure, you got up the halfway up the board, but you would have been there anyway if you just deployed their turn one. That is true. I was thinking that the same thing, by the way, because I remember the teleportation, or not the, the portal bump outs, but then I realized... I just deploy turn one and move and run up the board, and I'm now where the portals would be. Yeah, no, that that is actually very true. Um, was I, a good, I thought of that. it too. I forgot how like random those games were, but because like you might not show yes. up until turn. That's one of the things I four, do and you're not stats. miss. Yeah, I yeah. do do not miss that at all. Um. It's missing a lot of the range capabilities. Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't have them. I feel it, it like really doesn't it's have them. Missing, it's missing some of that coordinate industriality. You know what I'm talking about? Whereas like, you know, like the, the skull cannons, things like that. I'm surprised that they don't have those. They again uh, but this is uh, they lost a customized there was a, a ability you could purchase. I mean, last last edition they didn't really exactly. have it either, but now you No no they did. No, no, it you had like the spike cannons. Drink. No, you had the spike cannon. Spike cannon was 48 in range, strength plus three, AP two, uh, two shots. So if you give it to a behemoth, for example, it'd be two shots, strength 10. Okay. It, it was, that's how yeah, it was like weird. It was like modified like that. It's missing from the list, though. Like that it kind is. of they're missing range those support upgrades. And there's no possessed. I'm actually kind of upset that there's no possessed. Oh, that was the other gripe. I forgot about that. You talk about that, Steve. Because that one yeah, I actually did forget about. Possessed are really cool. You have a unit of either like Cuban equivalents or Marine equivalents just possessed, stumbling around the table like zombies. Those were your units that you would use to kind of hold the line until the demon showed up. And it had a very Doom Eternal kind of vibe. Um... I don't know. It, 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 it's a miss. It's something that I mean, I guess you could put like, you know, four zombie guardsmen on a base and call it a demon swarm, but it's not the same. But, okay, so these guys are having a hard time busting you out of armor. Like, sure, your rhinos are dead, but your land raiders probably don't care about the demon invasion all that much, no. if I'm going to be honest. I don't know. I feel like it's going to feel great to play this army in Zomortalis, and then once you open it to the big table, you're going to feel a lot of frustration playing the army. Yeah. Is that fair? Don't care. Don't care. Still playing. Yeah. I so, promised if they shit, they were shit, I'm still going to play. <laughs> yeah. So, so the way I see it, one, the list overall is a little bit lackluster, and I think the reason is, at least at one, 
they have they have obvious deficiencies in our current system and the game that we play. One of the parts of this game is vehicles or bigger vehicles and those sort of things, and they obviously they struggle with those. Um, they struggle to an extent with anything in terms of range. Their range shots are like, you know, strength five, as, as theoretically no AP. Yeah, I know that might be like AP five, but you're not playing solar rocks of, you know, we're thinking about normal Marines or mechanical or anything like that. You really don't have an AP that's going to do you very much. So they are pure, pretty much a pure assault army, which is okay. It doesn't necessarily fit the feel you might have for all your different sort of demon armies that you might be trying to substitute these guys in for, but so be it. Um, I just think... Uh, so if we think of other assault armies, think of, say, Blood Angels for a moment. Blood Angels, their main rules are about assault. Their main special units are about assault, all of that. But they're allowed the other units. You can take last cannons and Blood Angels. You can take Melta Guns. You can take the other options to flesh out the list. So although you might be more keyed towards a particular thing, you have the way to be able to handle the rest. You can build what we might call sort of an all-commerce style list. And I know that's never perfect. There's a bit of rock, paper, scissors. But you can at least attempt it. Here, I think part of what you're going to have, and I know in their part that they said like, hey, talk to your opponent that you bring in this because like it's not really meant, it's more meant for fun and friendly play. I also think part of that is because if you were, not that you have competitive events, but if you bring it somewhere, there's a lot of matchups or potential matchups that you have that you're just not going to necessarily do very well against and not necessarily have a lot of fun. Like, um, I've played, you know, people bring in, say, Iron Hand style lists with lots of vehicles. Like, this army's going to have no fun against that. You know, I, I don't know if they have the tools that give them the roundedness that you may want. They are probably, you know, next to no one. They're beating anyone in close combat that you go against. But you need to get there. You need the ways to get there. And to me, that's not necessarily quite as fun. I want to be able to kind of play in all aspects of the game. I don't feel these guys play in all the aspects of the game. So I, I do think they're rather generic. And I think that's on purpose. I don't think that's necessarily a bad decision. But having lost some of the flavor, this, this kind of has that feel to me of... You know, when you had the Chaos Codex go from 3.5 to this now, you know, you lose a lot of the flavor for better or worse. So um, I'm interested to see in the future, especially what updates they do. Are they going to update these guys? Are they going to change them? Is that little bit of magenta actually going to show up? But I think maybe overall, Panoptica, maybe Panoptica's looking at it. Hinted oh, I'm sure they will. I'm yeah. absolutely sure they will. Um, I want to see. I want to see what they do when they're actually on the board. I want to see what they do against a normal list. Um, I want to see, do they feel oppressed or get oppressive? I'm not sure. I do feel like if you have like a sort of a well-rounded list, if your list can't deal with everything charging you in the face, you might not have fun either. So I'm, I'm kind of curious how it fits into the grand scheme of the game. But I'm excited to see that. I'm glad they finally have it. This is a nice way to get people in who don't have 30k style marine type armies and they just happen to have some demons hey come play i don't care what sort of demons you have we'll call them something just get them on the board let's have some fun especially if they like old 40k hey remember back when you used to play demons in 40k but you had to deep strike all your armies and like one third starts or two thirds start because maybe you rolled poorly all that kind of stuff well hey you got to start on the board now just bring your demons let's go have fun P play the edition you used to like to the point that you said about charging forward and not being able to handle it, as someone who plays Custodes, I find these guys to be more balanced. 
Custodia's rushing forward with all their AP2 weapons and two-up save yes. and a four-up cover save. Yeah, that's that's more oppressive. I agree. Much more oppressive. This, yes. I feel like, sure, they get to you, they get to you, but they got a five-up in vulnerable. The, the, five up the, 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 the and the bigger ones. It's the toughness here that's going to be the big thing. It is. But because like I said, Custodes, so, at least, I can always hurt. These so guys, I might is, not always yeah. be able to actually even hurt. When I was playing ZM on Saturday, a lot of these... Mm-hmm people that i use funny enough had very similar rules to what they have actually now in this pdf like the blood letters i have the only difference was that they were rendings they were ap2 on the hit but it doesn't matter because i was placing against tack braids and it's it was very back and forth because you know you do start to win in the beginning or at least catch them off guard but then by the end of turn four you do get whittled down then turn five hits and you're like oh shit like everything is weaker now so yeah. i kind of like it, it, it i want to play it I, you know I, it's i'm gonna be playing it so uh well, I mean, you should always just play what you want exactly yeah. and i and this I, I mean listen i'm not when i had like i said when we reviewed the mechanic rules i had a lot of gripes when we reviewed the custodies rules i had a lot of gripes solar auxiliary was just griping none stop the gripes i have here is just they lost their customizability other than and then there's like one meh unit like the Harriers. There was one more meh. I forgot what the other meh was. Um, was it cavalry? Uh, I can't remember. The other no, heavy the was, was a little bit meh. There's some that were a little bit meh. Kind yeah, of yeah. But even so, it was just like cab was kind they of they lost customizability. But that's about it. I like, I like them anyway. But yeah, it's just demons. <laughs> uh, of the um, of the separate armies that are not Marines that they've come out with, these probably have the best initial feel. Yes. What they're going to go from there, who knows? But of the playability, fun factor, all of that, they probably have the best feel to start with. I agree. But, all right. Well, that was uh, quite a bit. So we are going to end up calling it here tonight, especially because I remember that I have some work that I have to do for a little like three-day online class that I have to log in pretty soon for. So we do want to thank everyone who does listen to us. Remember, we put this out in any podcast. We also put all this out on YouTube or YouTube for stuff like this. We do display it. We do also put out other videos and things like that on YouTube exclusively, some of them, because they just fit better. Um, for things um, this week, I had put out already my, it ended up being about an hour. I thought it'd be much shorter. It wasn't. But about an hour going through the Darkest Dungeon Kickstarters and the things that Mythic Games have done and all of that. So that's up there if you follow board games or just want to hear about a, how a company kind of collapsed, then you can always listen to that. Um, they do have, I do have an unboxing video for the new MCP that might be out by the time you see this, if not maybe about the day or so after. I do have that coming out very soon. A few other things that we're working on. Um, after this, I'm not sure exactly what we're going to do. We have to have those sort of discussions. Um, there's been some talk. Um, I know some people have been interested in doing some, some painting streams, so maybe we'll do some of those as well for just more of our open style discussions as well, which, um, we don't do a lot of those anymore. We kind of do focused content and I would like to be able to do some stuff where we kind of are more just chatting and, and discussing other things and, and things about different games or whatever it is in more of a free form. So we might have some more of those as well. Um, if you do enjoy our content, um, likes, comments, subscribes, all that kind of stuff on YouTube really helps. We actually are now over 800, so we're actually getting close to the important spots. We have quite oh, a bit cool. more listeners. We still have thousands of listeners. Um, we have quite a few people who don't subscribe because I can look at our numbers and see repeat listeners. So we have multiple thousands of repeat listeners, but a lot of them don't subscribe. 
if you're doing that, it just really helps us out. So um, we do ask that you do that. If you do enjoy the content enough that we are putting out, we do have a Patreon. It is there. We don't currently lock any content. I would never lock anything primary, but might put like small little little things back there, but no, nothing that we would um, lock full episodes or anything like that. That's never an intention, but we might put some other stuff in there. Um, but we do have that. So if you have the means and you'd like what we do, feel free to take a look at it. Um, besides that, I don't know what we're covering next. We will discuss and I don't know, we'll figure out something for next week. Part of it depends whether or not uh, Steve is back to a good schedule because if he is, then we can maybe finally get to that last ride of war or something else 30k related that we've been uh, waiting on. There, no, it's a meme now at this point. No, never no, your white regard. scars are a meme. This is actually I happening. Unlike pictures. those, I this will happen. Pictures. Oh, wait, we're, we're on the we're recording, ladies and gentlemen. Where's the camera? We have found pictures of the white scars. It has been confirmed. We, we haven't found anything. Uh, it is not. No, stop that. You can I say you found it on things. Facebook. I posted it on. It's on my face. I, I was literally browsing through Facebook. Did you post it on you our Facebook? It? No. That doesn't exist. Oh, my God. I need to. Uh, yes, to do it. 30 images. I'll do it. I'll do it. You I better. found the white scars, though. I found the white scars. They looked as ugly as I remember them. Um, you know, I've seen pictures and videos of Bigfoot. So, I mean, he's real, sure. right? First, you're like, yo, Brett, back me up. You painted this. Oh, my God, I wanted to kill him. Just I wanted to kill him because Brett is the one who did the commission. And Brett goes, I don't remember this commission. And I'm like, <laughs> do you ever feel like you're losing your mind? That was that. <laughs> but, you know, I you mean, sometimes be. when you feel like that, it's legitimate. <laughs> you know, I'm I was just like, Brett, please, please. Gaslights, gaslights. As far as oh the oh my can see. god, it was so hurtful. I was like, oh god, no. All right. Well, uh, for the episode 100, Dan got his wish. He got his demons. Um, yeah. Hopefully, we'll get, we'll get some recordings with them with them soon. Hopefully, as well, and actually uh, test them out and all. But all right. Well, on behalf of everyone here, then at the show, until next week, have some good hobby and some great gaming.